the Front Porch Sports Game of the Week presented by Murray County Public Schools. Sponsored by Parks Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems, Inc., Tin Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Fiat, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental Care, CSH Incorporated, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Mart, Davis Heating and Air, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, First Farmers Bank, The Garbage Man, LLC, Caledonian Financial, Oasis Liquors, McDonald's of Murray County, Game Time Athletic Fields, Line by Line, LLC, Manuel Young State Farm Insurance, Fast Stop Markets, and Miracle League of Columbia. And everybody, welcome in to Hampshire Unit School, the site of tonight's Murray County Game of the Week. I'm Lewis Mannix, joined alongside Mr. Chris Pointer and Melinda Gettner, our special guest here tonight. And uh, Chris, I know that you know more about Miss Gettner more than I do, and you've got some questions for her, so why don't you just go ahead and take it away? Yeah, we're excited to have Miss Gettner on here with us today. She is no stranger to Hampshire, and uh, I thought it would just be fitting to bring her on the show today. She don't want me to say it, but I, I'm going to say it anyway. I said she's the unofficial mayor of Hampshire, uh, and she's she's been involved in this community. Her family's been involved in this community for many, many years. We're just excited to have her on the show. Thank you, Chris. I'm honored to be here. Yes, I'm, I'm a Hampshire native. I've been here my whole life. Uh, I don't think I'm qualified for the mayor status, but uh, but I appreciate you giving me the little shout-out there. Well, there's no... We ain't taking no ballots, so our vote counts as best as any, and it's, it's good to go, and you'll be fine. So at least as long as this show is on right now today, you're going to be the mayor of, of Hampshire. You good with that? Well, we can do that for a night. Good deal. So so tell us a little bit about your connections and ties to Hampshire and, uh, you know, why are you just you still so very supportive of this community and the school? Well, Chris, I'm a – third-generation graduate. My grandfather and my dad, uh, they're Hampshire natives. They both graduated here. Uh, my son just graduated uh, from here in the spring of 2022. And, you know, it's a small little community. Uh, my family had a had a little small market, little business over here in the, what we call the heart of downtown Hampshire uh, <laughs> for, uh, I think, about 42 years. And uh, know a lot of people that live here, and it's it's a great place to be. This is a great school, and I'm sure that you being so involved in sports, you've heard a lot of stories about how the unit schools are like a family. Yeah, absolutely, big family, and it, it's always very welcoming. It's always interesting to see when you come into uh, you know these unit schools, just how tight tight knit they were, how close knit they were. They are not were, but are. Uh, Melinda, did you play any sports coming through high school, middle school here? What, what did you? What? Well, now you, well, you know, you know, I did. All right. Well, tell, what, is, what did what did you do? <laughs> well, I started out. You know, it was when when I was in school, it was junior high. We, you know, we didn't say middle school. Oh, I'm sorry, many years ago. Many so years ago. Uh, I played basketball in junior high, uh, high school. I was a I was a Hampshire Hawk cheerleader and 
volleyball in high school. That was my my passion was volleyball. That was what I loved. Good deal. What, so did you all? What was y'all's rivalry back then? In basketball? Just in, in general. You were In basketball, it was definitely Columbia Academy. Ah. Now, a close second would be Mount Pleasant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Good but, deal. But uh, it was, we've, we had some great games in here, a lot of memories, always a lot of memories, you know, in a school gym. Um, but uh, then the floor, I just want to say, the floor, and if you have not been to Hampshire, <laughs> Hampshire Unit School, you need to come see this gym floor because it, not enough can be said about how great it looks. And I will tell you that this gym floor is probably one of the best we've done in the district so far with the remodeling and redoing it. It's just, it's amazing. The logo, the colors, they plop. I mean, it, it, when they started sanding and taking it down, I mean, it just was a brand new floor all the way together. And it allows everyone in this community just to have a little bit, have more pride and take pride in their school and lets them know that we at the district office support them and care about them. And this is one way that we've been able to do that. Well, it looks it looks amazing. And I, I live here beside the school, and at night I can I can see through the, the, the windows down here, the doors at the gym, and when the lights are on, it we look like we got a pro thing going on down here. Well, we try to make it as pro as possible <laughs> down here in Hampshire. So uh, thank you for being on. She's going to be with us uh, most of the game, if not all of the game. She's going to be hanging out with us. And so – Back to you, Big Lou, to talk a little bit about this game we got coming up. Yeah, this is actually, I want to touch on that actually for a second. This is actually my first time at Hampshire Unit School. I've never been here before. This is my first time, and uh, I don't know what the old one looked like, but I do know that this floor looks absolutely fantastic. I, I love it. Uh, I love the gyms that have the upper levels. Just, I think they bring a lot more atmosphere to the gym itself, but yeah, we've got the Hampshire Hawks tonight. The Lady Hawks first against the Lady Wildcats from Santa Fe. We taught, we uh, saw the Lady Wildcats last week, uh, last Friday in Santa Fe. Uh, they took a loss to Collinwood High School uh, and trying to get back on track against the Lady Hawks, but it's definitely going to be a, a tough challenge tonight. Uh, but uh, we've got about 22 minutes until first tip here between the Lady Wildcats and the Lady Hawks. We'll take a quick timeout and rejoin you in just one moment. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. 
I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. And welcome back in to Hampshire Unit School, the site of tonight's Murray County uh, Game of the Week. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Mr. Chris Pointer and Melinda Gettner, our special guest here tonight for the ladies' game between the Hampshire Lady Hawks hosting the Santa Fe Lady Wildcats. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, exciting times, exciting times. we got Hampshire Hawks, Lady Wildcats, and uh, I think it's going to be a fun night. Anytime you're able to come to a unit school, I've even I've even made made my family come to a unit school game because it's just so different. It's so much different than going to you know your standalone school to your central to your Spring Hill and even your Mount Pleasant. The environment is just different, and when you got you know just almost like I say cross river rivalries or cross creek rivalries because it take a little while to get from one area to the next, you know, in some of these rural pockets. It's just fun, and it's exciting to be a part of. Lou, you've been able to be at Santa Fe and see what that was like. We've been at Cullioca. We've been at Santa Fe. We've been at Hampshire. We've been at Spring Hill. We've been at Mount Pleasant. We've been at all of these particular areas. And I'm telling you, the, the unit school feel is just something different, and it's, it's just kind of magical. It's the whole family, people travel well. I expect a great crowd to come out tonight for, for Santa Fe. I expect Hampshire to be a great crowd. And one thing that is special about unit schools, the teams can be undefeated or have lost every game, and they're still going to turn out a great count for a basketball game, no matter what. And 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 I think that's I think that is what you can attribute to something being very special about the unit school. What do you think about that, Miss Melinda? I totally agree. Uh, thank God. Yeah, you own. I think they got you now. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's always uh, a big crowd when you've got two unit schools that are close together. Uh, I don't remember that we had too much of a big rivalry with Santa Fe. That, that I think maybe that's changed in the last few years. What, was it not a rivalry because you were so good, or what yes, was it? absolutely. So t- talk to me about, you know, past teams of Hampshire. Now, if, if I'm not mistaken, was your father a coach? My father did not coach basketball. Now. He's, I got you. He coached baseball and some softball and he 
love basketball, though, because, you know, like in a big school, you know, football's the game, but in the unit schools and a lot of smaller schools, basketball is, is where everybody comes together on Friday night and, you know, you can talk to your neighbor, watch a good game, and, uh, you know, everybody uh, in the heat of the moment, you know, might get a little crazy, but, you know, when the game's over, everybody's hugging, everybody loves each other. So back when you were around walking these hallways, Right, so we're not going to talk about the age or what year. Like, that was just a few years ago. It was a few years ago, yeah. You graduated, what, in, like, 2017, right? Well, I think maybe uh, 2011. 2011 is when you graduated, all right. So, so, so tell me, so what what unit school was the most dominant at that point in time? Well, or was it depend on the sport? Well, you know, when now in 2011, <laughs> you, you don't make me tell my age here now before it's over. When I was playing and walking the halls, Spring Hill High School was still a little uh, what you would call a unit school. Yeah, because they were like, what, an 8 12? Or were they K 12 at that time? Yeah, they when they were downtown. Yeah, downtown K 12 yeah, at that time? Yeah, I mean, they were no bigger than any of the rest of us. Oh, wow. Well, our schedule consisted of, you know, Spring Hill, Santa Fe, Columbia Academy. Uh, Mount Pleasant got a little big there once and went double A on us, but uh, they always turned back to us. <laughs> gotcha. So would you say that Hampshire was the best program at that time? Of course I would say that. <laughs> actually, we, we were actually pretty good. Uh, had a, We had some years, we had some great teams. So do you recall what the furthest was any team went? Do you remember? I got to save well, that question no, for John no, Paul. Well, John Paul would be a great person to answer because John Paul was on one of the great teams that I can remember. He was a great basketball player. But um, back in the, uh, well, let's just say earlier than John Paul, <laughs> we had a great team uh, in the, there that should have went to the state. Bless them. They, uh, they actually got beat by Spring Hill in the region. And, you know, things were different. The, the way you played the games was different. The districts were larger and it took a little more, I think, to get, to get where you were going. Uh, but uh, we had a great team, and uh, we I would have swore to you they were going to go to the stage. We had players like Bay Bay Mayberry and uh, the Ray Vincent. But actually, Spring Hill got them, got them before they got out. And I'm sure y'all, I mean, I'm sure it was packed houses every night for those games, and I'm sure it was a whole lot of fun. Oh, man, it, it was, this place would be packed. Yeah. I mean, it didn't have to be a special game back then. This place was covered up both sides of the gym. You know, every ball game night, it was a full house. Yeah, if there were any stores in Hampshire, I'm sure you put the clothes sign in the window and everybody was here. <laughs> everybody we, had the, the house light on and we were coming to the ball game on Friday night. We had clothes early enough to get to the ball game. Yeah, And if yeah. it was an away game, you might have clothes a little early. Good deal. Good stuff. All right. Uh, you are here, Santa Fe Lady Wildcats versus the Hampshire uh, Lady Hawks. Exciting game tonight. Uh, two unit schools are going to go head-to-head uh, in a Cross Creek rivalry game. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm encouraging everybody to tune in. A lot of fun. Yeah, and we are got we've got about 12 and a half minutes to go until first tip. Uh, this is going to be a really exciting one. The Lady Hawks, like you said, uh, hosting the Lady Wildcats of Santa Fe here tonight. Got a chance to see the Wildcats, both boys and girls, last week, and they showed a pretty impressive uh, outing. But here we go. This is a true Murray County 
game of the week here that we've got. I'm really excited, Chris. Uh, we're going to take one more timeout, and then we'll rejoin you right before tip-off. Stick with us. Don't go anywhere. Stop. One stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. At CSH, we know the sport of basketball builds discipline, character, and work ethic, three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured. That is why CSH supports all Murray County basketball teams and wants to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know basketball builds ladies and men that make a difference. Let's go. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233.
If you're on the go and looking for a convenient place to fill up and fuel up, come to Fast Stop Markets. This family-owned chain has locations in Columbia, Centerville, Dixon, Spring Hill, and Lawrenceburg with 14 total locations across Middle and West Tennessee. At Fast Stop, you can expect consistent service that's fast, friendly, and clean, and some of your favorite Southern-inspired foods. And remember, you can get anything in the drive-thru that you can get in the store. Make a stop at Fast Stop today. They're keeping you moving in Tennessee. Go to FastStopMarkets.com to learn more. Hi, I'm Julie Beck, and I want you to know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Columbians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. All the pieces are in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you. Check us out and connect with us on how you can be involved. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back in to Hampshire Unit School side of tonight's Murray County game of the week between the Hampshire Hawks and the Santa Fe Wildcats. We've got the girls game for you here first coming up in about seven minutes between the Lady Hawks of Hampshire and they'll be hosting the Lady Wildcats from Santa Fe. I'm Lewis Maddox joined alongside Mr. Chris Pointer and Miss Melinda Getner tonight at Hampshire Unit School and we are getting ready for a very good matchup between these two schools. It'll be very exciting Chris. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting game. I'm excited about it. Uh, again, anytime you put teams like this who are very, very familiar with each other, since their existence, since their opening, they played against each other. So you got grandparents in the stands who played against other grandparents in the stands. You got, you know, fathers and mothers who played against other fathers and mothers. I mean, everybody's familiar with everybody, and I'm sure when the game, when there's tip-off, there will be no love lost. So it'll be an exciting time. It'll be fun. So I'm just excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see this game. I'm excited to hear the energy. I'm excited to hear the crowd. And, uh, you know, just everybody sit back, get you a good bag of popcorn, and enjoy the game. Yeah, we talked about the uh, the atmosphere here, uh, especially in these small gyms and in these unit school gyms. Uh, you know, still got six minutes to go until tip-off, and the crowd's already filling in. I can't really see behind us, but I know that we're blocked in completely. Uh, we're sitting courtside here uh, across from the benches this this weekend. Uh, we're completely surrounded on either side of us, and the, and the gym, uh, the stands above us on the other side of the court are completely filled up uh, with about five minutes to go until tip-off. It's going to be... Uh, very exciting in here tonight. A lot of energy between these two teams. Uh, definitely a rivalry between these two squads, and it's uh, going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, uh, both teams will be very prepared. Both teams will play very, very hard. Again, they're very familiar with each other, so there won't be any secrets. There's not going to be any type of game plan that the other team is not going to know about. It's really going to come down to who has the most grit, who's got the most heart, who has the most energy, and who wants it the most. And anytime you play games like this, that's exactly what it's all about. Who wants it more? And, uh, you know, let the chips fall where they may. And, and again, like I said, you know, uh, the girls, lady, the Lady Hawks are coached by John Paul Jones. 
uh, uh, you know, obviously a legend in Hampshire, uh, played an extremely high level of basketball. When you talk to other small communities around the time that he played, you mentioned the name John Paul, it's automatically going to trigger a memory of how well he played down here in Hampshire. And then, the, you know, the uh, Lady Wildcats are coached by Jonathan Slaughter. He's a Santa Fe guy, grew up there. You got two individuals who grew up in their communities coaching their school programs, and that's got to mean a lot. Again, there are no secrets. Everybody's very familiar with everyone, and it's going to just come down who wants it the most. And that's what I, I love that type of basketball. I love that type of competitiveness when you get to get down to who wants it more, and that's what we'll see tonight. Absolutely. Got about four minutes until tip-off. Uh, this is going to be a really exciting one. I'm sure we're close to uh, the opening starting lineups here in Hampshire Unit School, but uh, the Lady Hawks of Hampshire and the Lady Wildcats from Santa Fe, just about over three minutes to go until they start play. We'll take one more quick timeout, and we'll rejoin you with the starting lineups right after this. Stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Looking for a physician? Choosing a health care provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. 
Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Bodright believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later, and Sunday, 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. And welcome back into the Hampshire Unit School. Under a minute to go until tip. We're going to have the starting lineups for you in just one moment. Here between the Lady Hawks from Hampshire and the Lady Wildcats from Santa Fe. It's going to be a really exciting matchup. Uh, two teams that uh, look to be, well, actually Hampshire has definitely got the size advantage to Santa Fe. Uh, Santa Fe, not a very big team, but have some people that can uh, control the ball. Like you mentioned, Chris, a minute ago, I uh, can't remember if that was off the air or on the air, but Kendall Massey, the eighth grader that we've talked about for a couple weeks now that played so good in the middle school tournament that we called at Battle Creek, uh, now making an impact on the high school side of things. and. Uh, just something uh, very interesting to watch to see if she gets any more playing time tonight. Oh, I'm, I'm confident she'll get plenty of playing time. She's a deep threat, and she can handle the rock, and they need that. So. I believe we're about to have the national anthem. We'll take one more quick timeout while that goes on and rejoin you in just one second. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call mepainfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Welcome back into the Hampshire Unit School, the site of tonight's Murray County Game of the Week, and we have got some starting lineups for you tonight right here. Uh, and just like we were just talking about, Kendall Massey, number 13, going to be a starter for the Lady Wildcats tonight. Also starting for the Wildcats, number 22, Aniston Slaughter. Number 23 is Hazia Goni. And number 30 is Nora Kate Butt. And number 34 is going to be Hattie Hedrick. Those are your starting five for the Lady Wildcats tonight. And now it's going to get a little bit louder here, folks, as we enter the starting lineups for the Hampshire Lady Hawks. Number 11, Sage Arnold. Number 20, 
Number 20 is Addison Runyon. Number 21 is Annie Brown. Everyone on their feet here. Number 22 is Cadence Stoner. And rounding out the starting five for the Hampshire Lady Hawks, number 23, Madison Cagle. Those are your starting lineups for tonight's Murray County Game of the Week, our first game of the doubleheader here tonight at Hampshire Unit School. And now we are just about to tip off. It's time to get excited now. That it is. Unit School versus Unit School. You got to love it right here. This is the kind of basketball you want. Got official raw boy. Pretty adorable. Looks like tipping for either side. It's going to be Hattie Hedrick, number 34 for the Lady Wildcats. And for the Hampshire Hawks, it's going to be number 20, Addison Runyon. And we are underway. Tip's going to be controlled by the Hawks. It was won over by Hedrick, but regained by Hampshire. And an immediate backcourt violation is going to be called. And a quick turnover for the Hawks. Going to send it back over to the Lady Wildcats. And I think at that time, I think they just didn't realize what side they were supposed to be on, what happened at that moment in time. So, yeah. Kind of throwing everybody off there for a second. I didn't quite understand what happened. Well, you know, it, it all happened so fast. And beginning <laughs> of the game, they got to get settled. Got to get the jitters out. Lady Wildcats moving it around the perimeter. It's going to be Kendall Massey taking a three from the top of the key, and that one hits. <laughs> Eighth grader. Eighth grader, ladies and gentlemen. Number 13, Kendall Massey. She did not waste any time. Making an immediate impact is Massey. Now controlling for the Lady Hawks is Caden Stoner bringing it up the court over the right side. She does a spin in the lane, puts up a quick shot, and that one goes. Quick answer by Hampshire as the Lady Wildcats lead 3-2 with 7-10 to go in the first quarter. Slaughter going to bring it back into the front court for the Lady Wildcats. She kicks it over right side to Nora Kate Butt, who brings it back up to the top of the perimeter where Kendall Massey gives it back off to Slaughter. Slaughter resetting the offense, kicks it back over to the right side. But back to Massey, and now Massey over to Slaughter, and she does a pass down, down low to the right side. That one's batted around and taken back control of by the Lady Hawks. Stoner puts up a shot. That one no good, and it's rebounded by Goni of Santa Fe and a tie-up. It'll be a jump ball, and possession will go towards the Lady Wildcats. Massey will inbound to Aniston Slaughter, who will take it up the floor for Santa Fe. 6.30 to go first quarter. The Lady Wildcats up on the Lady Hawks, 3-2. Hampshire's in a 2-3 in a uh, zone right here. Not playing really aggressive, really playing back soft. They're gonna have to come, slaughter. They're going to have to come out of that because they, Santa Fe has two very deep threats that are going to make them pay in that zone if they play that soft in the post. And they've shown it so far tonight. Santa Fe now leads 6-2. to two And a drive towards the lane on the right side. Stoner puts up a shot. All four points belong to Stoner. And she cuts the lead back down to 2, 4-6. to six. Yeah, you can hear Coach John Paul over there yelling, got to get a hand on these shooters. Yeah, that's one thing Santa Fe's going to do. They're going to they go shoot it. Santa Fe now with the ball. It goes down to Hattie Hedrick, left side. Puts up a shot. That one good on the left side. 
Patrick's game has really improved since the first time we saw her. I mean, absolutely. She is. She she has great footwork down on that block down there. Foul called as Stoner tries to beat the press on Nora K. Butt driving down the right side of the floor in the backcourt. It's her first foul of the night. Now 5.30 to go first quarter. 8-4 your score. Santa Fe on top of Hampshire. It'll be Cagle to inbound. And she's trying to work on the press against Massey. Gets it up into the front court. Controlling the ball is Annie Brown. She kicks it over to the left side corner. Now into Stoner. Stoner working on the right side. Kicks it back out. A deep three. That one no good. Off the mark. And it's rebounded by Hampshire. And a foul is going to be called on Aniston Slaughter if they try to kick it back out to Cagle at the top of the key. I am impressed, very impressed with Hampshire's size right here and their mobility. I think if they can kind of settle down and understand that if they can use their physicality, I think they can kind of turn the corner in this game. Deep three from Cagle again. That one no good. Rebounded by Hampshire's Annie Brown, and she brings it back out to Stoner on the right side. Tries to go down low, but passes too strong. Goes out of bounds. And it'll go back over to Santa Fe, leading 8-4 with five minutes to go in the first quarter. Anderson Slaughter controlling the offense for the Lady Wildcats in the backcourt. Brings it up. Kicks it over to Massey on the left side. She fakes a three. Now brings it back out to Slaughter. And a three-second violation is going to be called on Goni as it's now going back the other direction. Melinda, is this the first time you've seen the Hampshire Lady Hawks play this year? Yes, it is. So what do you, what do you think so far? Well, I, I think they're looking good. They're, um, they got a, they got a, they got some stiff competition here, but uh, they're, they're looking good, I think. Yeah. Runyon tries to drive the lane there and gets fouled. And I think once they realize that they can be a lot more physical than they're being, I think we will, again, I think we'll see a little difference in the game. Obviously, uh, Santa Fe leading 8-4, to four, but uh, I think it will make a difference in the game if they start using their size and physicality. Goni gets her first foul and then creates a turnover on the inbound. Nor Kate Butt will work up the floor for the Lady Wildcats, gives it off to Slaughter at the top of the key. Slaughter setting up the offense. Back to Butt. She'll take the three from the right side. She's fouled, misses the shot, but mm. we'll get three shots off of that foul. Foul goes on Sage Arnold, number 11, her first of the ball game. And now Nora Kate Butt to the line for three shots. First foul shot is good. Extends the lead to five. 4.19 to go first quarter. Santa Fe up 9-4 on Hampshire. I don't know about y'all, but the smell of those Hawk burgers coming from the concession stand. It's strong. It's hard for me to concentrate. If you don't come to the game for nothing else, ladies and gentlemen, you got to come down to Hampshire for the food at the ball games. They do not play any games, I'm telling you. But hits two of three foul shots. Ten to four, your score. Stoner will work the offense, and she carries the ball in the backcourt, trying to beat the press from Goni, and will turn it over. Wow. I haven't seen him make that call in a long time. <laughs> With this officiating crew here, they're probably going to call it quite a bit tonight. It was close. But to inbound out to Slaughter. Gives it off to Massey on the left side. Now back to Slaughter. Slaughter kicks it over right side to Butt. 
but being double teamed, throws it cross court to Massey. Massey trying to find somewhere to go with it, gets it to Goni on the left side. They go down low to Hedrick. Hedrick gets triple teamed, but fouled before she can get the ball off. You didn't think that was the right call, Melinda? I'm going to be good. I'm, I'm going to be good. I swear I am. <laughs> Definitely okay to have an opinion. I will yeah, try absolutely. not to officiate from over here. Trust me, we do it the entire game. <laughs> you can ask Drake Collie. Drake Collie, our <laughs> resident official's not here. Drake Collie, so we'll let you fill in that oh, role today. Oh, you might not want to do that. Oh, it's fine. I promise you. It's good for it's good for radio. <laughs> Kegel will now work up the floor for the Lady Hawks. Being worked on by Slaughter. Goes left. Trying to find somewhere to go with it. Finally gives it up to number 21, Annie Brown. Now she's being worked on by Kendall Massey. Massey over to Stoner, close to the mid-stripe. 3.20 to go first quarter. They give it off to Runyon down low, being worked on by Hedrick. Puts up a shot on the right side, no good. Rebounded by Nora Kate Butt. Butt now working back up the floor. She drives the lane, now kicks back out to Massey. Massey with a three on the left side, Woo! hits it. Kendall Massey, two for two from beyond the arc. Goodness gracious. And a timeout's going to be taken. Hey, I'm telling y'all, Kendall Massey special. There's a lot to that little girl. She ain't big as nothing, but she can shoot that thing. 3.03 to Goodness go first gracious. quarter. Santa Fe off to a hot start offensively. 13-4, to four, your score. Stick with us. More first quarter action when we return. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Welcome back into the Hampshire Unit School to the site of tonight's Murray County Game of the Week. Hampshire trying to defend against the press, getting the ball out, and a foul is going to be called on Santa Fe here as we come back from the timeout. And it's going to be called on Goni. That's her second foul of the game. 13-3, your score, 3.01 to go first quarter. Hampshire tries to get it out, but it's intercepted by Hattie Hedrick in the backcourt, and she'll bring it back up the floor. Gives it off to Norcate Butt. Trying to find somewhere to go with it. Gives it off to Slaughter. Slaughter being worked on by Sidney Gilliam, who just entered the ballgame for the Lady Hawks. Slaughter kicks it over to Butt on the right side. Butt drives the lane on the right. Puts up a shot. No good, but she does get fouled on her way up to the basket. Shot's not going to count. It'll be slaughtered to inbound for the Lady Wildcats. Coming in for Santa Fe is number 32, Zoe Crutcher. Coming in for Goni, who picked up two quick fouls here in the first quarter. Slaughter gets it out to Crutcher. Now to Kendall Massey. Now back to Slaughter in the right corner. She puts up a three, and that one hits. Money. Santa Fe is a very dangerous team from the outside, and by adding Kendall Massey to the mix, it's going to make him extremely dangerous. We're seeing that. Cagle puts up a shot on the left side, rebounded by Runyon, and a foul, definite foul going to be called. Well, now a jump ball called, and oh, it'll wow. stay with Hampshire. I thought I saw a swat there. I thought I saw a little foul myself, hey, all too. All I saw was jump ball. Hey, hey. 
That's the beauty of, of, of basketball. <laughs> it's, it's the mayor's vote who counts the most right now. The mayor's vote who counts. And now another carry is called on the Lady Hawks, and another turnover. It'll go back to Santa Fe. I'm not sure about that one. I don't either. Yeah. That, was, that one was a weird one there for me. I don't think I saw carry at all. I didn't, I didn't see it the first call, but, you know, yeah, me neither. I, I didn't have the same angle. Kendall Massey now working the left side, kicks it out to Crutcher. Crutcher (laughs) loses the ball for a second, now gives it back off to Nora K. Butt on the left side. Butt drives the lane, puts up a floater. That one's good. 18-4 your score, 155 to go first quarter. Santa Fe on top of Hampshire, and Santa Fe is still in the press. They get it to Runyon down the floor as they break it. She puts up a quick shot. That one no good. Rebounded by Crutcher of Santa Fe. Gives it off to Slaughter. Slaughter now working back across the midstripe. Gives it off to Massey. Massey, a deep three. No good this time. And it's rebounded by Sydney Gilliam. Gilliam drives all the way down the floor, puts up a shot. That one's no good. And it's rebounded by Nora Kate Butt. Butt working the right side. Picks up her dribble. Gives it back out to Massey. Massey being worked on by Gilliam. Kicks it back out to Slaughter. Slaughter fakes a three. Goes right. Slaughter gives it off to Butt. Butt now takes her dribble right side, gets blocked by Stoner and gives it off to Brown, who now gives it off to Stoner, who brings it into the front court. Goes off of Crutcher's foot, and they give it off to Gilliam, and a double dribble or a walk. A walk's going to be called. Yeah, just, Hampshire just got to kind of get in that rhythm and kind of settle down. Santa Fe's kind of imposing their will right now. And, and again, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm very impressed by Hampshire's size, their ability to move. And it's just, I, I mean, I, I would love to see them start putting that, that size and physicality to the test. They just got to defend the perimeter. Got to make those baskets count. You're Absolutely. Right. You're right. Now under 30 seconds to go here in the first quarter as Santa Fe holds a 14-point lead over Hampshire. They give it off to Massey, who gives it back up to Slaughter. Now back to Massey on the left side. Now back to Slaughter. Obviously holding for the last shot of the quarter. Massey being worked on by Gilliam, and she's moving back and forth. Now charges after. Massey gives it back off to Slaughter. Slaughter back to Massey. Massey going to fake a shot on the left side. Now gives it off to Slaughter. Nor Kate Button now on the right side. Puts up a three. That one's no good. Rebounded by Stoner of the Lady Hawks. Gives it off to Cagle, who's going to launch it. Oh, man. Man, almost. Almost hit it. Almost hit it. You hit that, you get a free hawk burger. <laughs> you absolutely hey, that's, should. That's courtesy of Chris. Courtesy of Chris Warner. You hit that, you get a free hawk burger. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. But you get a free hawk burger, I'll tell you that. That was definitely a calculated shot. But as we finish the first quarter of play, the Santa Fe Lady Wildcats hold a 18-4 lead over the Ham- over the yes, the Hampshire Lady Hawks. We'll rejoin you for the second quarter in just one moment. world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice.
Welcome back in to Hampshire Unit School, where Santa Fe, the Lady Wildcats, hold a 18-4 lead over the Lady Hawks of Hampshire as we enter the second quarter of play. And it's starting quickly. Hattie Hedrick puts up a shot on the right side, and that one is no good. Rebounded by Stoner of the Lady Hawks. Gives it off to Cagle, who's now working on the left side. She gives it up to Arnold, and Arnold now to Brown. Now back down to Stoner on the inside. Brown now has it on the right, gives it off to Stoner, still on the right side. She drives the lane, puts up a shot. That one's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Hampshire, and we'll see who that is. I believe that is Runyon who drove the lane there and got fouled. We'll see on who from Santa Fe. It's called on Hattie Hedrick of the Lady Wildcats, her first of the ball game. Hampshire inbounds the ball. Cagle in the right corner. She gives it off to Stoner at the top of the key. Now back over to Arnold. Now back to Stoner. Runyon with a shot on the right corner. That one's no good. Rebounded by Hedrick. Hampshire just getting the looks, but they're not getting anything to fall. We are not having much luck. Slaughter to Butt in the corner. Now back to Slaughter at the top. She gives it off to Kendall Massey. Massey drives the lane, now kicks it back out to Crutcher. Back inside to Hedrick, and she goes up for a shot on the left side and gets fouled. She'll get two shots. Foul goes on Arnold of Hampshire. 6.49 to go second quarter. Hedrick's first foul shot is up and through. Second foul shot from Hattie Hedrick. That one's no good. Goes off the right side. 19 to 4 your score. As Hampshire now controls it in the front court. Gilliam has it on the right side. Gilliam trying to find somewhere to go. Goes inside to Stoner. And Stoner backs out to the left corner. Now she goes back down low to Runyon, who puts up a shot. That one's no good. It's rebounded by Nora Kate Butt, who works it back up the floor. Butt gives it off to Massey. Massey fakes a three. Nora Kate Butt now fakes a three as she gets the ball and kicks back out to Massey. You have to anticipate that she's going to shoot it anytime she touches it. And it's also anticipated that it's going to go in as well. Massey now driving the left side, kicks it out to Crutcher, and now back to Massey. Santa Fe very patient to get their shot. Um, Nora Kate Butt with a three. That one hits. Goodness. From the right side. Lead extended to 22-4. to 5.50 to go second quarter. Another timeout's going to be taken by the Lady Hawks. We'll take one as well. As we are still in action in the second quarter, Santa Fe Lady Wildcats 22 and the Hampshire Lady Hawks 4. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back here to the Hampshire Unit School, where the Lady Wildcats hold a 22-4 lead over the Lady Hawks as the Lady Hawks inbound this one. 5.50 to go second quarter as Gilliam drives the lane on the right side, puts up a shot, and that one goes through. 22-6 now. Santa Fe still on top as Slaughter calls out the play for Santa Fe's offense. Going to 5.30 to go in the first half. Slaughter drives the right side. She puts up a shot and is going to be fouled by Gilliam. And she'll get two free throws. I can hear Drake Colley saying now, illegal defensive position <laughs> on the foul. <laughs> but I thought it was a clean block. First shot from Slaughter rolls around and drops. Here's Slaughter's second shot. That one, nothing but net. 24-6 now your score. As the Lady Hawks inbound it out to Gilliam. Working against the press, trying to get it out. And that one's going to go out of bounds off of a new arcade butt and stay with the Lady Hawks. It'll be Cagle to inbound as the Lady Wildcats continue the pressure in the backcourt. You know, as an athlete right here, this is, this is where you got to really kind of grit your teeth uh, and really fight back right here. They get it out to Gilliam, who puts up a shot. That one's no good. And Butt on the rebound gets fouled. Over the back call right there. You got a 62 to 6, 24 to 6 score, Santa Fe leading. Obviously, Hampshire cannot figure out their way. They can't get things going in their direction, but they got to figure out a way. They got to find a way right here. It's a lot of gut check time right here, especially don't want to be down too far going into the half. It's going to make it that much difficult on the second half. Absolutely. Slaughter working things for the Lady Wildcats on the right side. Tries to drive the lane, now kicks it back out to Butt at the top of the key. Butt drives right side, now reverses her footing, puts up a shot in the middle. Not a 10-footer. That one's no good, and it's rebounded by Hedrick, who looks like she stepped on the line. It'll go back over to the Lady Hawks. Yeah, she tried to throw it off a defender, and the defender kind of moved and kind of <laughs> was a little yo-yo. It didn't work. It didn't work at times. <laughs> yeah, that plan didn't work that time. Cagle gets it out to Runyon. Still a full-court pressure from Santa Fe, and it got to Runyon that time, and she travels. Another turnover, and it'll go back over to the Lady Hawks as Norkate Butt checks out and into the ball game for the Lady Wildcats is number 14, Riley Dotson. Dotson will inbound the ball for the Wildcats. Gets it out to Aniston Slaughter. Slaughter working on Gilliam. Drives the middle of the lane, now kicks it back out to Dotson. Dotson for three, that one hits. So she checks in and makes an immediate impact as the lead is extended to 21 points. The shooting for Santa Fe is getting contagious because anybody that comes in to touch the ball, they're able to make one. Goodness gracious. The Lady Hawks go inside to run you and now kick it back out to Cagle, who takes a deep three. Woo! There it is. And you can kind of see the frustration on her face like finally, you know. We can, that was a deep three. Yeah, we can kind of stop the bleeding a little bit finally. And uh, that was a big-time three right there. Let's hope they can get the momentum going and kind of spark a little. Kendall Massey returns uh, with another three-point attempt. That one's no good, a little too powerful. And Cagle rebounds 
I'm sure, I'm sure everybody in Hampshire four. was holding their breath when she got ready to take that shot right there because that's – Takes another one here. Oh! Yeah. And makes it. And then one. All right, now. Uh-oh. Opportunity for a four-point play. Madison Cagle hits the three and gets fouled. Goes to the floor oh, in the process and two back-to-back -back threes for her and, uh, and could make it four right here. Yeah, this, is, this is a big shot right here. It's a big Sh shot. Show out a little. Whitney Atkins checks in for the Lady Hawks for Runyon. And here's the foul shot from Cagle. It rolls off no good and it is going to be rebounded by... It's going to go off of a Santa Fe Wildcat player and stay with the Hampshire Lady Hawks. It'll be Cagle to inbound as Massey checks out of the ballgame for the Lady Wildcats. They get it out to Brown. Brown to Sydney Gilliam, now drives right side, being worked on by Dotson. Gilliam kicks it down low, now back out to Gilliam. Now Brown has it at the top of the key, being worked on by Butt. Butt gives it off to Cagle, being worked on by Slaughter. She drives right side, puts up a short shot. That one rolls off no good. It's rebounded by Atkins, now back out to Brown. Now to Gilliam, a 10-footer is no good. And it's rebounded uh, by Dodson, and she'll get fouled by foul, Gilliam. Hampshire, not a smart foul. Mm. That is her second foul, Gilliam. 3.18 to go second quarter. Wildcats, Lady Wildcats up 27-12 to 12 on the Lady Hawks. And Santa Fe in the bonus. Dodson will go to the line to shoot a one-and-one. McFarlane also in for the Lady Wildcats. First free throw, rolls around and drops for Dodson, and she'll get another. 28-12, your score. 3.18 to go second quarter. Second free throw from Dodson. That one rolls out. No good, but it's rebounded by Hedrick, who goes right back up and is blocked and picks it back up. Now she gets blocked again mm. by Stoner, and this time she's fouled. She'll, have, she'll go to the line for two shots now. It was an interesting series right there. First foul shot from Hedrick. That one is up and through. So what do you think, Melinda? What do you think? What do you think Hampshire has to do right here? Three twelve left to go before we go into the half. What do you think they got to do in order to just kind of get some sort of momentum? Well, I, I was hoping that Madison was going to Kegel there was going to get it started for us with her a couple of the, the three point shots she made. I think they need to to get some uh, make some of these shots count and uh, and start getting back on the board. It's it's not completely you know out for them yet. Three ball. Oh, there we go. Actually, she's on the line. That got was a two. Give her two on the line. Yeah. That was a two right there from Sophia Lawson. That, that's, a the long kind two. Of, that's the kind of thing they need right there, Chris. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the ball to go into the basket. Exactly. <laughs> North Cade Butt on the right side for the Lady Wildcats, and a foul is going to be called. I don't know about that. That one was ticky tacky. Was a little ticky tacky. Now, the defender, of course, obviously, Dre Colley speaking in our head right now, has to be in a legal defensive position. 
she should have got her foot on the line, on the out-of-bounds line where Noah Kate couldn't have gone around her. But, you know, I don't know about that. Trailing the, trailing the ah. offensive player. Yeah. Ah. And that wasn't uh, a smart foul. That was a foul. Yeah. That one is definitely a foul. Hedrick gets the rebound from the foul shot from Northgate. Bunt goes immediately back up, but her arm is pinned down to her side, and she makes the bucket. And uh, an opportunity for an and one here for Hattie Hedrick as the Santa Fe lead is now 31-14 to 14 over Hampshire. Violation going to be called here, and it goes against, I think, Hallie McLean of Santa Fe. And will be a turnover back over to the Lady Hawks. Cable to inbound. You know, sometimes you just have those nights when you just can't you just can't hit. Uh, it seems like, and uh, unfortunately, you know, Hampshire's had one of those nights so far. Shot from Cable, oh, rebounded by Atkins. She puts it back up and in. 2.20 to go, second quarter, 31-16, to 16, your score, Santa Fe on top of Hampshire. Slaughter now working against Lawson. She drives the lane, puts up a ah. shot, and is fouled. That's what Slaughter is best at. She drives the lane and then creates foul shot opportunities, and she's good at shooting them. Oh, she is. I mean, she uh, draws the foul. I would say <laughs> that she's probably a – I would say she's probably a – 90% or better free throw shooting. Not an easy thing to do. She hits the first one. Second foul shot. That one goes off the front rim. Is no she good. heard us talking. You jinx her, Chris. It must have been what it was. Cagle now working against the press. She loses her dribble, has to find somewhere to go. And now it's Runyon working down the floor. Gets it down low to Atkins. That one's swatted away. Still not, seeing, still not seeing Hampshire using their height advantage. Um, um, Santa Fe just being the aggressor. Uh, quicker, faster, just kind of more aggressive right here. Just, just wants it a little bit more right here. Waiting on this spark to hit Hampshire. Get on this good run right here with 2.01 left to go in the second. Cagle will inbound for the Lady Hawks on their end of the floor. They get it to Sydney Gilliam, who just checked back into the ballgame. That was a good shot. Shot no good, and it's rebounded by McLean. McLean gives it off to Slaughter. She works it into the front court. Slaughter now works back out. Minute 50 to go second quarter. Slaughter setting up the offense, kicks it down low to Nora Kate Butt, takes one dribble, puts up a shot, no good. Rebound, Hedrick. Hedrick trying to go back up. That one's no good as she does put up a shot. No foul called as Cagle rebounds and takes it back up the floor for the Lady Hawks. Sydney Gilliam now crosses the midcourt stripe. She gives off to Annie Brown. Now back to Cagle. Cagle standing on the logo. She gives it off to Gilliam at the top of the key. Gilliam down low to Stoner. It's tapped away by McLean for a second, but she regains possession. Stoner now back up top to Annie Brown. Now to Gilliam on the right-hand side. Gilliam looking for somewhere to go. Gives it off to Stoner, and McLean's going to be called for the foul. She reached in there trying to get a hand on that basketball. And McLean called for her first foul of the evening. One minute to go second quarter, 32-16 to 16 your score as the Lady Hawks go to the line for two shots. First shot from Stoner is good as Kendall Massey checks into the ballgame for Donson. And it looks like 
Crutcher. Zoe Crutcher checks in for the Lady Wildcats as well for McLean, who just picked up a foul. Second shot from Stoner. That one is good as well. 32 to 18 now your score. And a timeout, a full timeout is going to be called by Coach Slaughter of the Lady Wildcats. We'll take one as well. Stick with us a minute to go in the first half. We'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Julie Beck, and I want you to know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Columbians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. All the pieces are in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you. Check us out and connect with us on how you can be involved. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. If you're on the go and looking for a convenient place to fill up and fuel up, come to Fast Stop Markets. This family-owned chain has locations in Columbia, Centerville, Dixon, Spring Hill, and Lawrenceburg with 14 total locations across Middle and West Tennessee. At Fast Stop, you can expect consistent service that's fast, friendly, and clean, and some of your favorite Southern-inspired foods. And remember, you can get anything in the drive-thru that you can get in the store. Make a stop at Fast Stop today. They're keeping you moving in Tennessee. Go to FastStopMarkets.com to learn more. Welcome back into Hampshire Unit School, where the Lady Wildcats of Santa Fe hold a 32-18 lead over the Lady Hawks from Hampshire as we tick under a minute to go. Kendall Massey controlling the ball for the Lady Wildcats, being worked on by Cagle. They give it off to Hedrick, and now Hedrick, trying to find somewhere to go, gives it off to Slaughter, being worked on by Gillum. She gives it off to Massey. Massey still being worked on by Cagle. Gives it back off to Hedrick. They're holding for the last shot, at least trying to. Still 30 seconds to go here in the first half of play. Massey holding on to it for Santa Fe. She gives it off to Hedrick. Hedrick being worked on by Gillum, and she gives it off to Slaughter. Slaughter now going to work around the floor. Runyon looks like Runyon's going to be hurt on the play. She will get subbed out here. 13.5 seconds to go as Aikens checks back into the ball game for the Hampshire Lady Hawks. Yeah, you really kind of hate to see that, but uh, she seems to be in a significant amount of pain, just praying everything's all right with her and she can get taped up over there by our great physical therapist, uh, athletic trainers that we have in our partnership with Murray Regional and uh, get her back on the court. Floater from Slaughter oh, is good with two seconds to go. And that will do it for the first half of play. We'll take a quick timeout. 34 to 18, your score. Santa Fe Lady Wildcats lead the Lady Hawks from Hampshire. We'll take a quick timeout and rejoin you in just one second. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224.
Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. And welcome back in to Hampshire Unit School. The sign of tonight's Murray County Game of the Week presented by Murray County Public Schools. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Mr. Chris Pointer. And, uh, Mr. Pointer, we've got some special guests with us here today. Why don't you introduce them? Yeah, we have the head boys basketball coach, Coach Tyree, and uh, and, and Mr. Dirk, uh, one of his players. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Oh, glad to be here. Coach, coach Tyree, um, Tell us a little bit about yourself, all of our listening audience here, a little bit about yourself, who you are, how you come to be part of this Hampshire Hawk family. Uh, well, uh, I grew up here in the Murray County area. I went to school at Spring Hill, played under the great Jimmy Young. All right. Uh, back he's still in the day. there. Oh, he's still there. He's right still now. there. And uh, I actually uh, moved off and lived in Georgia for a long time and, and coached there for about 17 years and then uh, it was time to move back home, so found an opportunity here at Hampshire and took the butt, made the mess of it, and here I am. So, so coach, talk a little bit about, you know, obviously you played at Spring Hill back in the day with Coach Jimmy Young. Talk about what uh, so special about Hampshire, what's so special about this community. Oh, the great thing about Hampshire is, it, you know, when you got a, a small unit school like this, you have, you know, just this family atmosphere that you kind of don't get other places, especially the bigger schools in the county. So you really get um, to know the kids. You get to know each other, and all the kids know each other all the way from kindergarten all the way through the 12th grade. So it's just a it's a great family environment. and got a bunch of kids that, you know, work hard and, and want to do well. And, and coach, talk, tell, tell us a little bit about this team. I know we got Dirks with us. Tell us a little bit about this team this year. What it makes special about this team, and what you've been excited most about this season. Uh, well, we've had some struggles this year. Um, we're really young this year. I got, I mean, for example, I've got three freshmen starting and a sophomore starting. So I almost feel like we have a JV team at times playing a varsity schedule. But I got a bunch of kids that work hard. They show up every day. We. We haven't had any success as far as in the win column so far this season, but that hadn't uh, stopped their motivation to keep coming and working hard every day. Yeah, you know, being young, right, I mean, that's a good problem and a bad problem. Obviously, you got to go through your growing pains. But as you look towards the future, obviously that kind of gives you a little bit of hope for what you what you know you got coming down the pipe. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I feel the future can be bright here. Uh, as we get ready to turn it over to Dirks, talk about some of your key players uh, on your team this year, Somebody, some players that we need to be looking out for and, and watching uh, for this game versus you and Santa Fe here in a little bit. All right. Well, I'll, I'll start with Dirks. Dirks, he's been worth, with me 
uh, two years now. Um, he's a sophomore this year, and he started as a freshman last year. He's really one of the few guys I've got on the team that's really got any varsity basketball experience coming into this season. And what I love about Dirks is you get the same guy every day. He's going to come. He's going to work hard. He's going to play hard on the defensive end. He's going to do what he can on the offensive end. And he doesn't shy away from from pressure. He doesn't shy away from the basketball. He wants to have the ball in his hands, and he wants to take charge of the team. So, Dirks, is that true, or did he make all that up? <laughs> no, I'd say it's pretty true. So, so this is you're going into your sophomore season, all right? What goals do you have for the team uh, as you, you know, obviously we're getting on to the, like the last stretch of the season before the tournament starts. What, what goals do you have for the team? Uh, basically just keep growing together, keep getting stronger, become more of a family, keep working together like we have been, keep, keep coming in day and out, working hard at practice, giving our all during the games, giving our best effort. So, so, so that was that were team goals. What do you have for yourself? What goals do you have for yourself? Uh, and what do you want to achieve and accomplish? Just get better, make myself better, do everything I can to make make myself the best version of myself. So when did you when did you first find out that you had this love and this passion for the game of basketball? Uh, dude, it goes way back. I've been playing since for as long as I can remember, and I've always loved this game. I always loved it. So what can we expect out of this Hampshire Hawk team facing against a very 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 good Santa Fe Unit School team who can score? They can get up and down the floor. But what can we expect from you guys today um, in, in your level of competition and how you're going to compete and get after it? Well, we're going to go out there, give it our all, give it our best effort, do what we can on offense and play good defense, play together, do everything we can to get up and down the floor and score and play defense together. All right. Last question. What do you all think about this gym floor? Amazing. Amazing. I love it. Yeah, we, we, we as a district, we, we are proud of you guys. We're proud of the work that you do. We're proud of y'all's commitment. I know it's very tough at times in unit schools, especially especially when you got middle school trying to practice and play, you got high school trying to practice and play, and really just trying to find the time to get done what you get done. And I don't think people know uh, or say thank you enough for the level of commitment that you bring to be able to wear that school, you know, on your chest uh, and just wear it with pride. I mean, I know I'm sure y'all in here sometimes – 9 o'clock at night trying to practice or having to come super early in the morning just to get it in. So uh, looking forward to see you guys play today. Keep competing. Coach, outstanding job in what you're doing. Proud of you guys. Keep up the good work, Dirks. Looking for great things out of you, sophomore, junior, and senior season. And uh, keep it up, guys. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We've got about two and a half minutes to go until the tip-off of the second half of the action between the Lady Hawks and the Lady Wildcats. Here at Hampshire Unit School, we'll take another quick timeout and rejoin you for the second half right after this. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. Welcome back into Hampshire Unit School, the sign of tonight's Murray County Game of the Week in the second half of the Lady Hawks and the Lady Wildcats is underway as Hampshire is controlling the ball in the front court. A three-point shot right off the bat is good is by Sage Arnold, number 11, and a quick, quick offensive strike from the Lady Hawks here as we enter the second half of play. Aniston Slaughter now working the offense for the Lady Wildcats in the front court for Santa Fe. She drives the lane and is going to get fouled quickly by Sydney Gillum. I believe that's her second or third of the night. It is her third, and uh, we might see her get taken out here in just a second as she uh, gets into foul trouble here early in the second uh, half. As Hedrick drives the left side of the lane, puts up a shot. That one's no good, and it's rebounded by Stoner, who brings it back up into the front court for the Lady Hawks. She gets double teamed by Massey and Slaughter and gives it off to Brown. Now to Arnold who just hit the three. That one is off the mark and it's rebounded by Hedrick who gives it off to Slaughter. And the defense for the Lady Hawks backs off as Slaughter brings it into the front court. Under seven to go third quarter. 34-21 your score. Santa Fe on top. Slaughter goes in, gets blocked by Stoner and it's rebounded by Stoner. She'll give it off to Cagle who kicks it up into the front court to Brown and it's batted around. Arnold gets it back. Now back to Brown and now down low to Stoner who puts up a shot. That one rolls off no good. It was rebounded by North Cape Butt. Butt now works the ball into the front court being worked on by Gillum who's still in the ball game but is going to get fouled I believe by Gillum and if that's the case that'll be her fourth of the night and it could be because it looks like Lawson's about to check in. And it is her fourth foul of the evening, and Gillum will be taken out of the ballgame. 
as Sophia Lawson enters for the Lady Hawks. It'll be Slaughter to inbound for the Lady Wildcats. She gets it out to Massey. Massey is double teamed. She's looking for somewhere to go. Gives it back off to Slaughter at the top of the key. Now back to Massey on the right side. Massey being worked on by Lawson. Sets up the offense, drives left side, and she'll get fouled quickly by Lawson, who just came in for Gillum. Her second of the night, Lawson's. 6.21 to go, third quarter, 34-21. Wildcats on top. They inbound it out to Hedrick, who gives it off to Norte Butt. Butt to Slaughter in the corner on the left side this time. He gives it back off to Norcade Butt. Now back to Slaughter, who sets up the offense. So we took under six to go. Kendall Massey, deep three. That one hits. Massey now three of four from beyond the arc as they extend the lead back up to 16. Stoner now working the ball for the Lady Hawks. She gives it off to Kendall Massey now controlling the ball for the Lady Wildcats. Gives it off to Norcade Butt, who fakes a three but drags her pivot foot and walks. Looks like Chris Pointer got himself a Hawk Burger. 37-21, still your score, 540 to go third quarter. Lady Wildcats pressing the ball and they force a turnover. Annie Brown loses the ball out of bounds and it will go back over to the Lady Wildcats. The press really working tonight for Santa Fe as they're up by 16 points. Slaughter gets blocked by Cagle and now she'll get tied up and a jump ball is going to be called. Possession will stay with Santa Fe. Five and a half minutes to go here in the third quarter of play. <laughs> Norcate Butt kicks it back out to Kendall Massey, who goes back to Slaughter. Slaughter, deep three. That one off the mark. Rebounded by Hedrick. The putback is good. Really good play right there from Hattie Hedrick as she gets the rebound and goes right back up to the basket on the right side and gets another two for the Lady Wildcats. Stoner now driving the other direction. And a charge is going to be called on Stoner. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to comment on that. On that. <laughs> that one was interesting. <laughs> it was definitely interesting. 39 to 21 now. I thought for a minute we were playing Wayne County. In Wayne County. <laughs> Under five to go third quarter. Slaughter has the ball on the left side being worked on by Cagle. Slaughter now drives the left side and she'll get fouled. And we'll go to the line for two. It looks like that foul is going to go against Madison Cagle, number 23. And it does. Her second foul. 18-point lead for the Lady Wildcats. Slaughter's first free throw is in and out no good. Four fifty to go, third quarter, second free throw from Aniston Slaughter. This one does hit. As the Lady Wildcats crack forty. Cagle now being worked on against the press. Gets it out to Stoner, who's being double teamed. And a fight for the ball with Kendall Massey and Stoner causes a jump ball. Possession will stay with the Lady Hawks. 
Cagle will inbound. Cagle gets it out to Stoner. Stoner now goes to the right side to Sage Arnold, who loses the ball. Just a little bit too much pressure on that pass. It goes out of bounds and a turnover for the Hawks. Slaughter now working the offense for the Lady Wildcats. 4.30 to go third quarter. 40 to 21, your score. Lady Wildcats on top. Norcade Buck fakes a three, drives a lane, puts up a shot, rolls around, and drops. As the lead is extended to 21 points. Annie Brown goes back to the backcourt to try to get it away from the press from Lady Wildcats, but goes into the backcourt to Stoner. And it's a backcourt violation. Another turnover for the Lady Hawks will give it back to the Lady Wildcats. Uh, Slaughter now with the ball. Working the offense for the Lady Wildcats. Norcade Butt now with it being worked on by Arnold. Kicks it over to Massey, but it's tipped around and taken away by the Lady Hawks. Hagel gets it, and Lawson now gives it off to Stoner. Stoner trying to work through two players, and she goes down as she steps on the basketball and loses her footing. We're checking to make sure she's okay, but it looks like she is. A scary moment right there. As she almost trips up on the basketball. Stoner now with the ball working on a double team. Gives it off to Arnold. Now back out to Cagle. Now back to Stoner in the middle. Kicks it off to Lawson on the left side. And they bring it back out to Annie Brown who gives it off to Cagle. Cagle over to Arnold. Now back inside to Stoner who puts it up a three-footer. And that one does drop. 42-23 with 3.25 to go here in the third quarter of play. Slaughter now working at the top of the key, setting up the offense for the Lady Wildcats. Kicks it over to Norcade Butt on the right-hand side. She breaks past Lawson, goes up for the easy layup, and that one is up and in. Stoner gives it off to Brown, now to Arnold, who puts up a three ball, and that one hits. Arnold with a three ball. This Lady Hawks point total up to 26. Nora Kate Butt with the rock in the right corner. She drives on Stoner, puts up a shot. That one's no good, but she'll get fouled and go to the line for free throws. Santa Fe already in the bonus here in the second half of play. First free throw from Norgate, but is up and through. Forty-five twenty-six. Your score with two forty to go. Third quarter. Second shot from Butt. That one is up and in as they re-extend the lead back to twenty points. Cagle trying to find somewhere to inbound the ball out to. Finally gets it to Brown, who goes over to Arnold, and now back inside to Akins, who is now intercepted by North Cape, but she's going back the other direction. Eurostep gets it up to the right-hand side of the rim. Shot's no good. It's rebounded by Brown. And now to Cagle, who gets it back up to Brown, who crosses the midcourt stripe. And it's intercepted on the pass, trying to get to Arnold by Goni. Goni 
Gives it off to Massey. Now to Slaughter on the inside. Goes up and Cagle will be called for the foul. Yeah, I believe Hamster is getting in a little foul trouble. I think they are as well. Doing everything they can to stop the high-speed offense of Santa Fe. With yeah. 2.14 to go, the Lady Wildcats hold a 20-point lead over the Lady Hawks. Yeah, they've had a little, had a little trouble with the defense tonight. It's, it's, it's taking a toll on them, I believe. Slaughter goes one of two from the line, extends the lead to 21. 47 to 26 as the Hawks, Lady Hawks of Hampshire will take a timeout here with 2.13 to go in the third quarter. 47 for the Lady Wildcats and it's 26 for the Lady Hawks. Stick with us. We'll be right back with more third quarter action after this. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Welcome back into Hampshire Unit School. Two minutes to go here in the third quarter of play. The Lady Wildcats hold a 21-point lead over the Lady Hawks of Hampshire. Lady Hawks have the ball here. Runyon going across court. A pass to Sage Arnold. Who brings it back to the top of the key to Cagle. Being double teamed by Massey and Slaughter. Now back over to Annie Brown. She kicks it over to Arnold. Arnold looking for a three. No good or doesn't get to take it, being worked on by Goni. She got away with a little bit of a travel right there. I believe so. And a hard foul going to be taken by Cagle here. She's hit by Nora K. Butt, who was trying to go for the ball. That's Butt's second foul of the ball game. Cagle to inbound for the Lady Hawks. She gets it out to Annie Brown, who goes right back to her. A deep three from Cagle. That one's off the mark, and it's rebounded after a tip around by Kendall Massey of the Lady Wildcats. She brings it up into the front court. Minute 20 to go, third quarter. Massey with a three ball. A little bit too short. It was on, on target, but just uh, not enough power on it. And the press always on target. The press for Santa Fe gets the Lady Hawks once again. They cause a turnover, and Nor K. Buck goes right back up to the rim and scores. An easy two-pointer. We took under a minute to go here in the third quarter. 49-26 to 26 is your score. Lady Wildcats on top. Sage Arnold with the ball in the right-hand corner. Brings it back out to Cagle. Now to Brown from the three-point line. That one is a little bit too strong. Rebounded by Goni, who picks up her dribble and gives it off to Slaughter. 40 seconds to go. And now Slaughter will slow it back down for the Lady Wildcats offense. She gives it off to Kendall Massey. 
Massey working on Brown, drives the left side of the lane, goes up for a left-handed layup. Left-handed layup. Textbook. <laughs> and it was gorgeous. Textbook. An eighth grader making a big impact here tonight for the Lady Wildcats. Probably got 12 points. And another turnover for the Lady Hawks and a foul as Goni picks up the errant pass from the Lady Hawks. Annie Brown picks up her second foul and she'll be taken out of the ball game as Goni enters the, well not Goni, Lawson enters the game for the Lady Hawks. Goni will go to the line for two with 13 seconds to go. Melinda, as we're they're shooting free throws. I know the, 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 the court is named after Jackie Lawson. Tell our listening audience who Jackie Lawson is. Who Jackie Lawson is? Yeah, Jackie, Jackie Lawson, Lawson is, was, yeah. A, was a teacher and a coach for, for many years here at Hampshire School. And, and, and there is, I tell you what, it, it would be, if you could add up the hours that that man had spent in this gym or, or working with athletes here at this school, it would be unbelievable. So, based on what you're very fitting that we all oh, it's, that your it, gym is, it is, is named it is, after. It is absolutely fitting. I mean, it. you know, Jackie uh, Lawson was John Paul's coach. Um, he, he coached many, many teams here through the years, and um, it, it, is, it is most appropriate for sure to, to honor him. Point two seconds to go here in the third quarter of play. A 25-point lead, now 24-point lead for the Lady Wildcats as Cagle hits one of two free throws. Slaughter tries to pick up the ball and get off a shot before time runs out, but it is incomplete, and that will do it for the third quarter of play. It's the Lady Wildcats from Santa Fe, 51, and the Lady Hawks from Hampshire, Hampshire 27. Stick with us. Fourth quarter action right after this. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Welcome back in to Hampshire Unit School, the site of tonight's Murray County Game of the Week. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Chris Pointer and Melinda Getner as we enter the fourth quarter of play here between the Lady Wildcats of Santa Fe and the Lady Hawks of Hampshire. Lady Wildcats hold a 51-27 lead as we enter the fourth quarter of play, it's Aniston Slaughter working the offense for the Lady Wildcats. She drives the right side, but is blocked off by Cagle. Now a shot from Kendall Massey at dead center. That one's no good. Rolls off. It's rebounded by Stoner, who's coming back the other direction. She puts up a shot. Good job. And rolls good in. job right there. The defender, the defender had the lane, was definitely expecting the charge. She puts a pull up, knocks it down. Textbook. Like to see that type of stuff. Nora Kate Butt on the other end puts up a reverse layup, and that one's no good, but she does get fouled. And we'll go to the line for two shots. 7.25 to go fourth quarter. 
as the Lady Wildcats enter the double bonus. You know, Chris, you mentioned Jackie Lawson, and I, I don't think that Jackie ever taught uh, at, at another school. I think he was maybe in Hampshire his entire career. You know something that's special? That just helps even further build community when you talk about someone who stays at a school their entire career, they don't move around. You know, he probably taught, you know, a, a couple of uh, son and dad combinations and, you know, the stories. And, you know, you just don't see a lot of that anymore. You know, coaches are kind of in the game and out of the game, in the game and out of the game. You know, five years and they're on to the next best opportunity. But to have, to find coaches who want to stick around for that length of time, 15-plus years, I don't think people realize the impact that they have, that continuity, the consistency, the, the school. Don't have to worry about, you know, who's going to be the coach from the next year. They're familiar. They're ingrained and embedded in the community. It's just special. It is, it's great. It's great for the, for the students, you know. It, 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 it's, it makes for a very positive environment when you have a school that, you know, has the same – is able to keep the same faculty and staff year after year. Absolutely. Couple of shots been made. North Cape Butt hit two free throws. Then Cagle came back and hit a deep three, one of many that she's hit tonight for the Lady Hawks. And then another shot for the Lady Wildcats. Lady Hawks now back on their end of the floor as a foul committed by Goni. And this is really the first time, I mean, late in the third, early in the fourth, that we're really getting to see them use their size advantage, kind of getting on the block, getting wide, uh, and kind of feeding their big men. Shot from Runyon is no good. It's rebounded by Slaughter. And she'll be going the other direction as we're getting close to six minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. 23-point lead for the Lady Wildcats over the Lady Hawks. Norcate Butt fakes a three, gets it inside to Hattie Hedrick, who's being worked on by Stoner. She puts up a shot, no good. It's rebounded by Goni and a fight for the ball with Runyon. A jump ball. And it'll stay with Hampshire. As Runyon checks out of the ball game and Gillum comes back in with four fouls. Now under six to play. Gillum drives the lane, puts up a shot. That one rolls around and comes out. And it's rebounded by Nora K. Butt, who's going the other direction. Butt thinks about a shot, a 15-footer, pulls back and gives it off to Hedrick. Hedrick now drives the left side of the lane, puts one up and in with the foul. An and one, her second of the night for Hattie Hedrick. And a timeout's going to be taken here by the Lady Hawks with 5.40 to go here in the fourth quarter. A 23-point lead for the Lady Wildcats here at Hampshire Unit School. We'll take another quick timeout and be back right after this. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. 
We'll come back in the Hampshire Unit School. 540 to go here in the fourth quarter of play as Hattie Hedrick now at the line to shoot her extra shot after the end one, and she hits it. Now a 56 or 26-point lead, rather, for the Lady Wildcats of Santa Fe. Gillum with the ball, gives it off to Stoner for the Lady Hawks. Gillum now back with the ball. She'll put up a 15-footer on the right side, and that one's blocked away by Goni. your score with 5.20 to go here in the fourth quarter of play. And a pass is lost between the legs of Stoner and picked back up by Nora Kate Butt, who's going to go down the floor, drive the lane, and lose the ball. And it'll go back to Hampshire. 5.15 now to go in the game as Gillum controls the rock for the Lady Hawks. Passes the midcourt stripe. Still beyond the perimeter, gives it off to Sage Arnold. Arnold back to Gillum. Gillum looking for somewhere to go. Being worked on by Hedrick. Yeah, she missed that right there. She should have fed her. Got a smaller defender on you. You clearly. And they do feed Stoner this time. She goes up and misses the shot. Yeah, and I think they missed their opportunity to feed her a lot earlier. Had a better angle to the basket, and they waited entirely too long to get her the basketball. I agree. 4.30 to go fourth quarter. 58-32, still your score. Lady Wildcats on top. And a fake three from Nora Kate Butt. As she now drives the lane and gets fouled. Looks like by Sage Arnold. And that's her fifth of the ball game. And she'll foul out with 4.30 to go here in the fourth quarter play. And Lawson will check back in. Nora Kate Butt. Lady Wildcats in the double bonus. She'll go to the line to shoot two. Team already up by 26 points. First shot is good. Second free throw from Nora K. Butt is up and through. As the Lady Wildcats crack 60 points. 60 to 32 your score as the Lady Wildcats will sub out their entire bench. All new lineup in now for the Lady Wildcats as Cagle comes down the floor and pits up a three. That one's no good, and it's lost out of bounds and will stay with the Lady Hawks. Cagle will inbound. They get it out to Stoner, who shoots over Crutcher. That one's no good for three. Definitely looked good coming out. Good rotation. It did. I mean, in situations like this, I mean, obviously 60 to 32. 4.17 left to go. I mean, you don't want to go ahead and predict what the outcome is going to be. You know, saying Santa Fe's going to win and Hampshire's going to lose the game. However, in these moments right here, great teachable moments right here for coaches and players, that resiliency. And that was a phenomenal move in the post right there. That's something you want to see. And, again, you kind of ask yourself and scratch your head, like, why, why didn't we see more of that throughout the game? So, you know, definitely being able to see the players kind of fight through it, be resilient through this. And, and, you know, get something out of it the last three minutes and 54 seconds of the game. Absolutely. Stoner put up a great spin move in the paint right there and put up a, a beautiful shot for two. Back down to a 26-point lead with 3.54 to go. It's uh, it's hard to keep to keep on and uh, keep fighting. And I, I think it's fair to say here that the, the Lady Hawks have definitely, you know, 
they haven't uh, hung their heads. They have continued to try and fight and, and get back in this game all night. Stoner drives the lane once again and gets fouled this time. And that's what, I mean, you gotta you got to take your hat off to a coach and the coaching staff for that, just being able to mentally prepare them through the tough moments to just keep fighting. You know, a lot of teams would have thrown in the towel at this moment in time, would have gave up, would have been, you know, attitudes on the bench or whatever. Uh, but you got a team that's still fighting, still talking, still communicating, still celebrating one another, and still showing great sportsmanship. Game hadn't gotten out of control with, like, crazy fouls and being real chippy. Uh, just been really, really solid game of basketball. Just not in Hampshire's favor at this moment. Yeah, we haven't seen any any bad sportsmanship. You know, uh, sometimes yeah. when the game gets like this, it gets a little heated out there. But I, you know, I haven't seen any of that. Yeah, I mean, the crowd has been extremely quiet. Well, uh, well they're eating. They're yeah. eating hawk burgers. Listen, hawk burgers. I saw one guy eat a barbecue sandwich. I didn't even see that on the menu because I was too focused on the hawk burger. I seen somebody with barbecue nachos. I need to try this stuff. I'm just telling you, Big Lou. I'm telling you, man. Big Lou, you just got to call an extended timeout. I got a, I got a radio station around here. I understand. We'll talk to Clayton about it. I mean, hey. You get an automated you, remote setup. When or you something. come to Hampshire, you have to have an extended break for you your have meal. An extended break. I was trying not to get choke on a hawk burger trying to hurry up and get back on the air but i wasn't leaving here without a hawk burger i promise you that yeah chris talks chris talks about the hawk burger all the time it's infamous it is famous sounds good it's making me hungry it's an experience it's not even a burger it's an experience that's what i'm gonna call it forget mcdonald's mcdonald's has nothing on us listen if you got a little time on your hands drive right past the golden arches drive 20 minutes past columbia state community college and put your order in for a big hawk burger. Guarantee you will not disappoint you. Shot from Annie Brown right there goes down. A good shot from her. 36 to 62 year score. Santa Fe on top of Hampshire with 2.40 to go here in the fourth quarter of play. Yeah, while we got it, while we're at it, we just want to take a moment to just say thank you uh, to our, those that are listening, our, our, those who make this possible. Obviously, Murray County Public Schools uh, has has agreed to kind of lock arms and celebrate and highlight what we do every day at Murray County Public Schools by using the backdrop of athletics. Thank you to leadership and board really being supportive of that. Obviously, we got to thank uh, Chrysler Dodge and Jeep. Those guys out there will strive to drive and uh, their support in making this happen and obviously the radio station. And without the radio station, we couldn't couldn't bring you these broadcasts. And uh, just makes all of this possible. So we're, we're appreciative and thank you to you guys for making that possible. And can't say thank you enough. That gun, Kendall Massey, there she go again. She drives the lane on the left side and puts one up and in. Eighth grader, she's got to have at least 12 points. She does. 15 I'd points. I'd say more than that, yeah. And, Chris, I, w- I want to add on what you're saying there a little bit. Give a big shout-out to you because, you know, you put a lot of hours out there to things like this, and you know, you know, people don't think about that. you you got a day job, and, and you come out and you do things like this. And I think it's wonderful to uh, to do this for our athletes, for our students. It just brings that little extra height. And we got this young man here calling the game. I swear, he's like a professional. I feel like I'm listening to a professional game he's, here. He's got a gift, Melinda. I appreciate those comments. I really do. And, uh, of course, obviously we're appreciative of you because anytime we can get the mayor of Hampshire on the radio show, <laughs> I promise you it's a treat. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. Big Lou is a, is a pro of pros. I couldn't do this. Like, I can sidebar talk like I'm doing now. <laughs> but from, to get me to focus the call – the names. But see, Chris, I couldn't, I couldn't do what you do. So, so you're, you're, see, we, 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 we work well together. It's a perfect, it's a perfect marriage. Yeah, perfect. 
his voice even sounds like he's 38. He does. 40 I, w- years I would old. never, I never would have guessed. She's like, he, when you graduate, when I did? No, yeah, no, I, no, I graduated last year. I know. He's actually, I mean, he's really, really close to my age, but. <laughs> he's 2011 very, he's isn't that very far youthful. Yeah, he's yeah. very youthful looking. <laughs> I appreciate the kind words. Dadgum Kendall Massey. She goes back on the same place she just scored before. There she go with the left hand. Yes. I can't even hit a left-handed layup. Listen, I, I still got to go up with my right hand. I'm going to go ahead it. and go on the record and say it right now. Kendall Massey will break 1,000 points by her sophomore year. All right. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there now. She's an eighth grader. She got about six or seven more games to go. I got. She's going to break the 1,000-point mark. By our sophomore year, she's going to become an even bigger part of this of this offensive unit as the season goes on this year as yeah. an eighth grader. So. Sure, yeah, definitely, and may go down in history as the all-time leading scorer in Santa Fe women's what basketball here. I'm gonna it's put it claim. out there. I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there right now. I don't think anybody's going to call you crazy if if you come and see Kendall Massey play. It's it is definitely a sight. What she's doing is insane. She she is uh, she is a she's a tiny little thing, but now she's the powerhouse out here on this basketball court. She is a hit the first shot of the game. The, the first three <laughs> time. started out two of two for three, and now she's three of four. Listen, did not even bat an eye. I was her dad was outside, Brad, and uh, I was talking to him, and I was like, I like man, Kendall's out here killing it. He's like, man, she. <laughs> She don't want to drive and take those shots. I was like, I know. I said, it was many times she had the lane and she wouldn't hit the little pull-up jumper. He's like, she's a little scared. She's like, I said, no way she can be scared pulling it up from half court to shoot it. He said, well, she's not scared to shoot it. She just don't want to get blocked. I said, well, she's going to have to just, she got to get over that because I said, she'd have 30 points tonight if she pulled. Here she go again. Here's another three. That one is off the mark. Well, I mean, well, you know, it's, it's, it's a little intimidating, you know, even though you've been playing ball your whole life, you, you come up to the to the high school, you know, after eighth grade. And, true. You true. know, but she she's she's going to be an amazing player. It's going to be fun Absolutely. to watch. Fun to watch. About 15 seconds to go here in this one, a 66 to 36 lead for the Lady Wildcats as Kendall Massey uh, will now likely just dribble this one out. Five seconds to go now. And I think she's just content to just hold on to the ball, and that will do it. Your final score in the first game of our game of the week here at Hampshire Unit School. It's the Santa Fe Lady Wildcats 66 and the Hampshire Lady Hawks 36. And we will take a short time out. Thank you, Miss Melinda Gettner, for being with us here tonight. Thank you, Mr. Chris Pointer. We'll be right back to wrap this one up and get you ready for the Wildcats and the Hawks, the boys game, right after this. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. 
Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. If you don't have a certain amount of money, we love all of them. This is with Caledonian Financial, Doric, downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services are... downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. And Custom Body Fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fender's. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Welcome back in to Hampshire Unit School, a 66-36 victory for the Lady Wildcats over the Lady Hawks in our first matchup here of the evening. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Chris Pointer. And uh, Chris has got another guest for us, so I'm going to go ahead and turn it right back over to him. So we have the leader at the helm, Dr. Brian Brewer. Uh, thank you for being here on the show. Thank you for also thank you for being gracious enough to have the radio show down here to cover these uh, Hampshire Hawks. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know. It's great to get a little time on the air and get everybody to know a little bit more about Hampshire and what we do out here and, uh, you know, little little school out here in the country. Dr. Brewer, tell our listening audience, for those who may or may not know, tell them a little bit about yourself and how you winded up here in Hampshire, Tennessee. Well, so education is actually a second career for me. I spent uh, quite a few years in engineering and technology and computers and um, Several years ago, I've uh, born several now, um, just my wife and I both had wanted to teach, and so we moved into education and um, just kind of worked my way. I 
you know, coached football for a while and taught math and uh, taught computers and something I knew a lot about. And about six years ago, moved here, went to work for uh, or seven years now, worked to work for uh, Metro Schools and uh, was a career in technical education at uh, Central Office and then did uh, some uh, assistant principal work at Pearl Cone and, you know, blessed to find myself here. And, and we are excited and, and, and happy that you were able to find your way in Murray County Public Schools and really just kind of all that knowledge and all that expertise and experience that you're able to, to share with young people and staff and, and lead the way that you lead. What, what has, uh, you know, being in the unit school, obviously you talked about coming from Metro, you know, what has been one of the most refreshing things and, and, and or surprising things about being part of a unit school, which is K-12, obviously? Well, you know, that's uh, that's something you don't see much of, right? There's only, you know, six of us in the whole state, and three of them are right here in Murray <laughs> right. County. In our and, backyard. Right, and one of them's, one of them's our night. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, right. Um, so, you know, the, the, the great thing about a unit school is, is is the family atmosphere and the camaraderie that comes with that. You know, the, they, they, the kids come here, a lot of them come here as kindergartners, and they go all the way through to leave this building. And, you know, that, that movement, that time, time together just makes like and how, you know, maybe beyond school. It's amazing. I've been the principal here, you know, since July. And people who graduated from here are all kinds of different organizations and whatever in Murray County. Um, it's it's like, wow, for a school this small, we have made a real influence in the county and the leadership of the county. And, uh, and, the, and the support that those families and those graduates still give to this school and their kids come back to school here and then... You know, I expect that their kids would come back to school here, and so it's just a, it's just a really refreshing uh, perspective on education and and the, the family atmosphere that comes with being in a small school like this. Yeah, we were talking on the air a little earlier just about, you know, these teams have played against each other, Hampshire and Santa Fe, since their existence. Mm-hmm. You know, they've competed against one another. So you have, you know, grandparents. Uh, who played against other grandparents who are in the, in the stands, moms and dads who played against other moms and dads who are in the stands, and now they're watching their children actually get out and compete. And I think that's special. That's that's something that you don't get, you find, you see every day, especially with the growth that you have happening in, in Murray County, and especially to the north side of our county where you got a lot of people moving in from a lot of different areas and just kind of that, that history, that kind of that consistency and that tradition, if you will, uh, you know, being able to see that and be a part of it uh, between these two schools. Uh, obviously, as the for you guys, you see your sports season kind of starts a little, little bit with basketball, having some players, mm-hmm. but it really, really starts for basketball. And how the athletic season and you kind of help jumpstart your school year? You know, when there's a lot of excitement that comes with you know, your first athletic event, right? Right. And uh, and, and I'll say this, you know, we uh, with basketball starting and, of course, now basketball starting to wrap up, the the support that we get from our community, uh, from our student body, it never really wanes, right? I mean, we, we have great, res- you know, uh, response and, and great support, and people come here every game. You know, they're, they're always here, and it's so funny that, you know, I was talking about, you know, 
people that have been, you know, that, that are Hampshire graduates years ago. I, a lady sat down to next to me uh, last night, the game last, and uh, I was talking with her, and she and I, I knew who she was, and she was like, yeah, you know, uh, this this student is my grandson, and uh, it's just you no, know, I graduated from here, and so her grandson's here playing ball, and and she's here, you know, supporting supporting her grandson, and then I had another uh, grandparent. We were, they were leaving, and they said, um, "You know, this is our, uh, this is our number six grandchild that'll soon be coming to Hampshire." Oh wow! You know, so um, it, it's it's amazing. But the, you know, the this this K twelve this unit school environment, this small school environment, um, you know, th- this is a time that they come in. They support their not only their family, but they support their community here, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's it's a really. Um, like I said before, it's just a really cool, you know, different perspective on on how it it kind of reminds me of, of you know the when you watch the uh, the movies you know, and all the things and uh, it just reminds uh, simply and, and community environment football coach. Our life, obviously, and now here at Hampshire, how important athletics to a school? I, you know, I think athletics is important for everybody. Um, it, you know, we we come here, to, you know, to learn math and learn English, and but we also come here and learn how to be friends. You know, how to get along, how to be a teammate. You know, all the things that you know the book doesn't necessarily teach you so you know athletics help to learn how to work work as a team and how to you know celebrate the wins and diversity of the loss and you know all celebrate and it's not just at uh, you know your your band you know that the camaraderie that comes with being in a band or being in a club um, the best you can be, and and be supportive of others who are also then turning around and being supportive. Or grabbing a chicken tender sandwich with all the fixes. Yep. Quickmark Convenience Stores gets me and my car to the next event. Stop in on your next road trip. Quickmark Convenience Stores, proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Boatwright believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9. We have a lot of people coming into Murray County from California and in to Hampshire. Kids come here, and support students, other parts of the country, and different better communities. That's my. 
on the menu. Keep that on the menu. Thank you for it. We've got about two and a half NFE visiting you. To know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Columbians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. We're in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you and connect with us on how. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. If you're on the go and looking for a convenient place to fill up and fuel up, come to Fast Stop Markets. This family-owned chain has locations in Columbia, Centerville, Dixon, Spring Hill, and Lawrenceburg with 14 total locations across Middle and West Tennessee. At Fast Stop, you can expect consistent service that's fast, friendly, and clean, and some of your favorite Southern-inspired foods. And remember, you can get anything in the drive-thru that you can get in the store. Make a stop at Fast Stop today. They're keeping you moving in Tennessee. Go to FastStopMarkets.com to learn more. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Welcome back in to Hampshire Unit School, the site of this week's Murray County Game of the Week. Presented by Murray County Public Schools, I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Mr. Chris Pointer. And we are about to have some starting lineups for you here, and actually right now for the Santa Fe Wildcats starting lineups. Or number 10 is Andrew Graves. Number 23 is Landon Evans. Number 21 is Macon Atkinson. Number 13 is Alden Slaughter. <laughs> And number 12 is Austin Hazlitt. So your starting lineups for the Santa Fe Wildcats. For the home team, Hampshire Hawks, number three is Dirks Brown. Number four is Adavian Moore. Number 15 is Eli Stevens. Number 21 is Daylon Sims. And number 33 is Braden Couch. Those are your starting lineups here for our second game. Our doubleheader here from Hampshire Unit School. It'll be Landon Evans and Daylon Sims jumping at the tip here to start this one off. We're getting close to getting underway here. 
It's Murray County's Game of the Week on WKOM 101.7 FM. Joined once again by Miss Melinda Gatner as well for this contest. And the tip is controlled by the Santa Fe Wildcats. Alden Slaughter over to Graves in the corner. Now back to Evans and back to Graves. He'll go across the floor, but it's intercepted by number three, Dirks Brown, who will bring it back the other direction. Dirks Brown. It's going to sound good when he's scoring. Yes, it is. Dirks for three, Dirks for two. Yeah. It's a good basketball name. Great basketball name. A Davian Brown now with, or Davian Moore rather, now with the ball. Kicks it back over to Brown, who loses the ball. Now it's Graves coming back the other direction. He stops on a dime, puts up a shot. That one's no good. And Moore takes control of it. He'll bring it back up the floor. Moore being worked on by Alden Slaughter. They give it off to Dirks. Dirks kicks it over to Moore in the left-hand corner. Moore back to Couch, and Couch loses it. Coming back the other way, it's Hazlitt. He'll go up for an easy layup and the first score of the game. Gosh, thought he was going to slam it there for a minute now. <laughs> Me so too. Did, did y'all have anybody that come through Hampshire that, that tried to tear the rim down? Yes. Oh, definitely. Oh. We definitely now. I'm telling you, I mentioned uh, LeRae Vincent earlier now. He could, he could bring it down. Moore loses the ball. It's taken away by Alden Slaughter. Coming back the other direction, he puts up a left-handed or a left-sided right-handed layup. That one is up and in as well. And a quick four-to-nothing lead for the Wildcats from Santa Fe. Dirks Brown now working on Meekin Atkinson. Goes over to the left side, looking for someone to go to. Backdoor cut to Couch, but it's a little a bit idea. too far in front good of him. Good idea with the pass there with the backdoor cut. Got to finish it. I don't think he was looking for it. I don't either. Dirks like. was looking for it, but the, they wasn't looking for it on the other end. It was actually Sims he was trying to get it to, but just a little too much out in front of him. Landon Evans with the ball on the right side. Goes across the floor to Atkinson. Atkinson drives the lane, now kicks back out to Evans. Evans thinks about a three, now pulls up for a 10-footer. That one's good on the left side. And the lead is extended to six for the Wildcats. Brown will take it back up into the front court. Gives it off to a Davian Moore. Moore goes back to Brown in the corner. And now it is jumbled up in the lane and ends up in Andrew Graves' hands. Atkinson now drives the left-hand side. He puts up a shot. That layup too powerful, and it's not oh. saved by Sims and Brown yeah, we need, for Hampshire. Uh, I mean, Hampshire really needs to try to figure out a way to stop the bleeding because this Santa Fe team is lethal and can put a lot of points up on the board in a hurry. Very quickly. And uh, this game can get out of control. They get it into Slaughter, his shot too powerful, the five-footer. And it's rebounded by the Hawks. Sims with the ball being worked on by Graves. Tries to get it to a Davian Moore, does. He drives the lane, being double-teamed, now gets it back out to Sims. Sims goes to Dirks Brown. Now back to Sims. Now back to Brown at the top of the key. Goes over to Eli Stevens. Stevens working on Hazlitt. Goes over to Dirks Brown, a three ball, goes over the rim, and it's rebounded by Slaughter for the Wildcats. And now a tipped pass from Slaughter. It gets up in the hands of Graves, and now to Hazlitt. Try to get a backdoor cut to Slaughter. Doesn't work, but they do save it. Now it's intercepted by Davian Moore going the other direction. He'll go up for the reverse oh, layup oh, man. and misses it. Got to make those layups. Sense pressure and try to go underneath the basket. Now back the other way. Atkinson goes up for the easy two-pointer, and that one drops. Well, he had the right idea. Try to go on the reverse, try to get separation from the defender, and just didn't finish it. 
And a quick timeout for the Hawks with 4.29 to go here in the first quarter. It's the Wildcats 8 and the Hawks nothing. We'll rejoin you in just one moment. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Welcome back in to Hampshire Unit School. 4.29 to go first quarter. And it's an 8 to nothing lead here early for the Wildcats of Santa Fe. They've come out uh, swinging, if you will. Uh, a really fast-paced offense for them. Alden Slaughter, Macon Agassin, Landon Evans, and it's uh, Hazlitt and Graves that round out the starting five for the Wildcats. And the Hawks have shown some pressure themselves as well, but things just haven't tipped their way so far here in this first quarter. We're looking for that to happen here uh, coming out of the timeout. Brown inbounds it out to a Davian Moore for the Hawks. And he'll work on Alden Slaughter as he passes the midcourt stripe, trying to go back the other direction. Tries to hand it off to Stevens. Can't do it. Now tied up is Slaughter Ooh. and Moore. And a jump ball going to be called. It'll stay with Hampshire. 4-14 now to go to first quarter. Score stays the same at 8 to nothing. Davian Moore going to inbound for the Hawks. He gets it out deep to Dirks Brown, being worked on by Atkinson. Passes the midcourt stripe. As we tick under four to go here in the first quarter. It's stolen away by Alden Slaughter going back the other direction. He puts well, it up off the glass on the right side. Thought we another one. Go see it done. I've seen Santa Fe play. This is my first Hampshire game. I, I, we gonna have a lot of might have a lot of fast breaks. I'm not sure if we're gonna see it done. We, we they might attempt say, it. You ain't saying that is what you're saying. I ain't no, no, okay. yeah, I ain't saying that. Ten to nothing, Santa Fe over Hampshire. Three forty to go first quarter. Brown with the ball. Gives it off to Sims on the left hand side. And back to Moore at the top of the key. Being worked on by Slaughter. Dirks Brown now with the ball on the left-hand side once again. Gets it off to Eli Stevens being worked on by Hazlitt. And Stevens puts up a shot, a 15-footer. That one hits. First points of the day for the Hawks comes from Eli Stevens on a 15-foot jumper. And they get on the board. Landon Evans back the other direction. He's on the left-hand side, and they try to give it off to Slaughter, and it's picked off by Stevens now. right there, being aggressive. Yep. Stevens will work it into the front court. Being worked on by Hazlitt. Moore being worked on by Slaughter now as we tick under three minutes to go here in the first quarter of play. 10-2, your score, Santa Fe on top of Hampshire. Dirks Brown tries to drive the right-hand side, brings it back out to Sims. Sims now works to the right, gives it back off to Brown at the top of the key. He's got Agnuson on him. Brown kicks it back off to Eli Stevens, and now a three ball from Brown. It looks like it was partially tipped, and... Doesn't hit anything. Going back the other direction, Alden Slaughter driving the lane. Puts one up on Sims. That one rolls around, comes out, and it's rebounded by Couch. They give it off to Stevens. Stevens with the ball working on Hazlitt. Kicks it over to Brown. Brown gets a screen from Couch and kicks it over to Sims. Left-hand side. It's stolen by Hazlitt going back the other direction. Fast break. He'll go up and get the and one to drop. 
Foul's going to go against Eli Stevens as Hazlitt puts up the right-handed layup, and it's good. 12-2 now your score as we are about to take under two minutes ago here in the first quarter. But a foul shot first for Austin Hazlitt. That one is up and good. Lead extended to 11, 13-2. Eli Stevens going to work the offense for the Hawks. Gives it off to Dirks Brown. Brown working on Atkinson. Tries to drive the lane. It's tipped up in the air as he tries to get it off to a Davian Moore. Now another fast break. Alden Slaughter back the other direction. Puts it up and in on the left-hand side. 15-2. Minute 40 to go first quarter. Dirks Brown brings it back up the floor. Kicks it over to Stevens. Stevens being worked on by Hazlitt at the top of the key. Brown now gets a screen, hands it off to a Davian Moore, and Moore goes back to Brown. Brown kicks it over to Sims. Sims back to Moore, now over to Stevens on the left-hand side. Stevens loses it, and it goes off of his foot, and will go back to Santa Fe. Minute 17 to go here in the first quarter of play. Santa Fe Wildcats up 15-2 on the Hawks from Hampshire. And an offensive foul away from the ball is going to be called. Looks like it may go against Landon Evans. Actually goes against Hazlitt. Hazlitt picks up his first foul tonight. And Brown will bring the ball up into the front court for the Hawks. Brown looking for somewhere to go. Gives it off to Moore. Moore being worked on by Slaughter. And Moore gives it over to Brown in the right-hand corner. Under a minute to go first quarter, and this one's going to be picked off by Atkinson going back the other direction. And Atkinson loses out of bounds, but it goes off of Moore, who tipped it out. And will stay with the Wildcats. Atkinson gets it out to Slaughter at the free-throw line. Now a three-ball from Atkinson is up, and that one rolls off no good. Rebounded by Couch. And Stevens will work the offense for the Hampshire Hawks. Stevens being worked on by Hazlitt. Kicks it over to Brown. Brown to Couch in the corner. Now to Brown in the corner. Kicks it back off the Couch. Now back to Brown at the top of the key. 20 seconds to go first quarter. Wildcats up 15-2 on the Hawks. Looking for a shot. Now he's double teamed in the corner by Atkinson and Slaughter. And a foul is going to be called on Santa Fe. It'll go against Alden Slaughter, his first of the day, with 9.8 seconds remaining here in the first quarter of play. They get it out to Moore. Moore now double team, kicks it back out to Brown. Gotta hurry up, they ain't got much time left on the clock. No, they don't, they're gonna have to put up a shot here, a deep three from Brown, and that one goes off the rim, no good. So at the end of the first quarter, it's the Santa Fe Wildcats 15 and the Hampshire Hawks 2 will rejoin you for second quarter action when we return. Stick with us. We'll be right back.
This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. t Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back to Hampshire Unit School, the side of tonight's Murray County Game of the Week. Second quarter action about to be underway as the Wildcats hold a 15-2 lead over the home team Hawks from Hampshire Unit School. It'll be Wildcat basketball as Hazlitt inbounds to Atkinson. And Agasson will kick it over to Slaughter on the right-hand side. Still beyond the perimeter. Goes back to Agasson, who puts up a three-ball. That one no good. Hits off of the back of the rim and bounces to Dirks Brown, who will bring it back up the floor for the Hampshire Hawks. Dirks Brown. No, interviewing the head coach earlier, and he talked about how young they were. I think he said they had one senior, no juniors, and the rest sophomore and freshman. So that's a, that's a good problem and a bad problem to have. Yes. Just simply from the standpoint of just that they're developing, they're working. He can, he can kind of uh, put his thumbprint on them, really kind of groom them the way that he wants to, type of players that he's looking for. Obviously, you've got to take your growing pains at this time. Uh, and it's hopefully one of the things that they're learning how to do is to have this grit uh, and to fight about them and uh, just keep pushing through. I mean, it's 17-5. Here we are. I guess we're in the second now. They need to change the, the period, but let's just see what type of fight they got in them. I didn't know? even realize that they didn't change no. it from one to two, but that does need to happen. Big Lou, you're not paying attention? I, uh, I apologize. <laughs> apologize to the listening audience. We are in the second. Now, I, now wait a minute. Give him a break. He's hungry. I get He's it. He's hungry. He could have got a hog break. We gave him plenty of time. There was a line in the bathroom, okay? I, I understand. I understand. Priorities. I, I get it. I get it. I well, get we're going to have to get him a pass down here in the coach's lounge. Yeah, I know. I, I'm sure they, that they got That sounds like a great idea to me. <laughs> <laughs> Dirks Brown did hit a three-point jumper just a second ago for the Hawks. Slaughter came back with a two-point jumper. But a travel this time from a Davian Moore will turn the ball back over to the Wildcats. Now, Chris, I'm, I'm going to test you a little bit here. Oh, Lord. You, you can tell me. Now, the district, Now, how, how big is our district now? So, like, if uh, if you're going to win this championship, who all do you have to, to go through? I want to say this district is Santa Fe, Hampshire, Cullioca, and I'll have to look up the other ones. You'd have to give me a second. He's, he's cheating down here, folks. <laughs> the power of Google, as as Big Lou does the play-by-play. Yes, he's going to check out it up. for us. I'll take you out of the fire, Chris. There's six twenty to go. Save me. She, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and See, they I, did. I, I told him he couldn't give me a lot of grief. I'm, I, I know I, she I, just came I just with just snuck in here nowhere. with his. Hey, Chris. <laughs> she just. Wore, I was like, oh my god. And they did switch the period now from first to second, so they we got six seventeen to go. Here in the second quarter of play, 17-5 to five is your score. Wildcats hold a 12-point lead over the Hawks of Hampshire as we tick under six minutes to go here in the second quarter. Alden Slaughter with a 15-foot jumper. That one's no good. Rebounded by Dirks Brown going back the other way. 
Well, I actually have a reason for my question. So, so, uh, so it looks like the district schedule is Collinwood, Kalioka, Hampshire, Santa Fe, Wayne County, and Richland. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. There you go. It sounds like it's kind of. I was going to say. I remember when you know when I was in school and, and we the district was like huge. It was all of Murray County, and then it seemed like everybody west of Hornwall. So if you won the, the district, you had really done something. You'd be Clifton, Wayne County, Collinwood. Yeah. Everybody. So yeah, we are in District 1. We are in District 1A, Region 5, District 10. It's a mouthful. Yeah, a lot. But again, I mean, coming out of, you know, Murray County typically has three teams that are in that district which gives our county three chances and opportunities oh, yeah. at taking it all the way. The the teams from from West Tennessee just always, during my my time in high school, were always just just so good. You know, if, if you won the district, you felt like, hey, we got a chance to win in the state now. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, Santa Fe played a team from the West last, uh, last year in the sub-state game, and, you know, obviously lost my last second shot. We won't talk about the hurt feelings on that because I had already put in my vacation time to go to the state <laughs> tournament in Murfreesboro to celebrate these uh, these Wildcats. But didn't turn out the way that they wanted. But Santa Fe themselves, this team right here, is is young too. I mean, they got they're they're anchored by a dominant sophomore group between Atkinson, obviously, and Slaughter. But I I expect that they will get back there soon. I I expect. Uh, the Hawks to do the same thing. I mean, I, Coach Tyree, he's a seasoned coach. He came back home to, to, to really, you know, be a part of Murray County and what we have to offer. And uh, I think he'll figure out a way. And the fact that the team is young, just that works better in his favor. May, uh, Megan Atkinson hit a three just a moment ago, extending the lead to 15 for the Wildcats as we get to close to four minutes to play here in this first half. And a foul called here. Foul was called on Dalen Sims, his first of the ball game. And the inbound is going to be picked off by Dirks Brown here, going back the other direction for Hampshire. Well, he kicks know, it over to Stevens. Chris, if you if you really want to get a get a celebrity on this for a Hampshire game, you, you need to, to get ahead and be trying to to uh, to get Miss Betty Booker on the schedule. Miss Betty Booker. Miss Betty Booker on here. Yes, that name I've heard many a times, <laughs> and uh, phenomenal athlete to come out of Hampshire. Exceptional athlete and, and great, great person. Betty is a she's a she's a great lady. She was a great coach as well. And, uh, we, we need to see if we can uh, get her we can get, get her on here one night. Downtown Dirks Brown. That's hit another. See three. how that rolled out of there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to ask his mom if uh, she had a, a name in mind for basketball when when she named him. Had to, Dirks Brown. They actually marked that as a two, it looks like. I thought it was a three. They well, no, be- they do mark it as a three. I was looking at the wrong side of the board. Well, 22 to eight, your score with three minutes to go here in the second quarter. And a foul this time going to be called on Eli Stevens. And that's his third foul of the first half here, and he'll have to get checked out. Actually, they check out a Davian Moore for number 13. Where is Miss Betty? Just Gavin Hewlett. 
You know, I believe Miss Betty Booker is still somewhere around the Memphis area. Yeah. That's what I thought. I heard she was back towards Memphis. She she was actually at a game a couple of years ago. Uh, she came in one night. We were uh, I, I can't even remember the exact event that we were having, but she was here for a game a few years ago. Agusson there hits another three. It's his second of the ball game. Extends the lead to twenty-five to eight over Hampshire. The amazing thing about Miss Betty Booker was that there was no three-point shots when she played and when when she scored her thousand points it wasn't because of a three point at all right she was just flat out to the she was just score. a flat out amazing player and you know she played all the time if there wasn't a game and there wasn't practice she was still playing somewhere i mean that's I, take a lesson Take a lesson. She, uh, That's what it takes to be great. I've heard mom and dad talk about how she would go around. She'd wear weights on her ankles, when, you know, when they weren't playing and stuff. So she, you know, build up her build up her leg muscles there, and it worked. It worked. The legend of Miss Betty Booker. Landon Evans gets an and one to go off of the rebound. They put it back up and got fouled and hit his foul shot. Now the lead extended to 20 points here for the Wildcats. Dirk Brown drives the lane, puts up a shot. That one no good, and it's rebounded by Evans. So we go under two minutes of play here in the first half. Alden Slaughter now for three air ball, and it's saved by Hazlitt. Atkinson with the ball, kicks it back over to Slaughter. He drives the right side, goes up, puts one up and in. He makes up for his three-point miss, and another timeout's going to be called by Hampshire with a minute 52 to go. They're down by 22 points. 30 to 8 is your score. Wildcats on top. We'll take another quick timeout and be back right after this. Place to fill up and fuel up. Come to Fast Stop Markets. This family-owned chain has locations in Columbia, Centerville, Dixon, Spring Hill, and Lawrenceburg with 14 total locations across Middle and West Tennessee. At Fast Stop, you can expect consistent service that's fast, friendly, and clean and some of your favorite Southern-inspired foods. And remember, you can get anything in the drive-thru that you can get in the store. Make a stop at Fast Stop today. They're keeping you moving in Tennessee. Go to FastStopMarkets.com to learn more. Welcome back in to Hampshire Unit School. <laughs> a minute 52 to go here before halftime. 30 to 8 is your score. Wildcats on top of the Hawks. Dirks Brown controlling the rock for the Hampshire offense. Working on Atkinson now being double teamed. A back off slaughter. Brown now gives it off to number five, Denian Bentley, who just checked into the ball game. And now they kick it back down the floor as it's a turnover, and Alden Slaughter puts one up on the left side and gets it to go. 32-8 to eight now as we are getting close to a minute to play here in the first half. Dirks Brown with the ball. Being worked on by Atkinson. He now drives the lane and loses it, and it'll go off his leg and back to the Wildcats. As a Davian Brown, or Davian Moore rather, checks back into the ball game for the Hawks. Landon Evans also checks out of the game for the Wildcats. Into the game for Santa Fe is number 32, Garrison Mills. Slaughter drives the lane, puts up another layup. That one no good. It's rebounded by Mills, and that one no good, but he gets fouled on his way up, and he'll go to the line for two shots. Foul number 33, Brady Townsend first. 
32-8 with 56.4 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Santa Fe on top of Hampshire. Caden Counts also in the game for Santa Fe at this time, as well as Hewitt. Mills hits his first free throw. Second shot is in and out, but it's rebounded by Slaughter, and he'll take it back out and shoot up quick three ball. That one rolls off no good. Rebounded by Mills, and he puts that one up on the left-hand side, and it goes. Santa Fe able to get a lot of the players in right now. Quick three points for Garrison Mills as he checks into the ball game. Now under 40 seconds to play here in the first half. Dirks Brown is going to get fouled here by Hazlitt as he tries to steal the ball. 35 seconds to go as the Hawks will inbound out. It'll be Brown to inbound. Gets it out to Hewlett. Hewlett looking for somewhere to go with the basketball. Being worked on by Caden Counts. Now back to Brown, the top of the key. Brown backs out. Goes left. Backdoor ah. cut to Sims. He tried the same thing, but Sims stopped before the pass was thrown. And now Alden Slaughter back the other direction. Puts one up and in. Easy layup, uncontested. And the lead is extended to 29 points, 37 to 8. Five seconds to go, and a foul is going to be committed by Macon Atkinson here. Atkinson's first of the night. And a quick timeout's going to be taken with 4.8 seconds to go. I think we'll just keep it right here with 4.8 seconds remaining in the first half of play. A 37-8 lead for the Santa Fe Wildcats over the Hampshire Hawks. And it looks like Hampshire's going to try and draw something up right here right before the half that ends to try and get some more points on the board. Still in single digits. Chris, what do you think they got to do in the second half to get this thing back on track? I mean, really, I mean, at this point in time, I mean, I always say that, you know, sports and life go hand in hand. And it's a lot of lessons that can be learned right here about just not giving up, really fighting, being resilient. But I think uh, Hampshire has to uh, be the aggressor and it's going to have to put Santa Fe on their toes right here. I mean, they're gonna, I mean, on their heels, not on their toes. And just really try to go about, you know, trying to get some baskets and trying to get into a rhythm and just try to make the game competitive in the second half. Sims trying to get the ball out, finally gets it off to Hewlett. Now to Moore, a long three ball. Oh. That one, it arcs a lot, but yeah, that I mean, one did not go in. At halftime, it'll be the Wildcats from Santa Fe, the visiting team, 37 over the home Hampshire Hawks. We will take a quick timeout and come back right after this. Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. 
at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233.
serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. At CSH, we know the sport of basketball builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured. That is why CSH supports all Murray County basketball teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know basketball builds ladies and men that make a difference. Let's go. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. 
I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back in to Hampshire Unit School, where the second half of play is underway before b- between Hampshire and Sanity. And right off the bat, Hampshire comes out firing Dalen Sims for three on the right-hand side. And it's now a 37-11 game here in the second half. Third quarter now is Alden Slaughter back on the other side. Takes a deep two from the right side, and that one does hit. 39-11 to 11 now. 7.30 to go here in the third quarter of play. Dirks Brown will take it back up the floor for the Hampshire Hawks. He kicks it over to a Davian Moore in the left-hand corner who puts up a three. That one is a little bit short, and it's rebounded by Graves who kicks it over to Hazlitt. Hazlitt, hard bounce pass to Alden Slaughter. He drives the lane, puts up a shot. That one falls as well. Wildcats crack 40 points, and the lead is up to 30. 41-11 is your score with 6.55 to go in the third quarter. Dirks Brown weaving in and out of traffic. Brings it back to the top, kicks it over to Hewlett. Hewlett working on Hazlitt. Gives it off to a Davian Moore, who's now working on Slaughter. Breaks it, goes down low to Dirks Brown, who kicks it back out to Sims. Sims kicks it back to Dirks Brown. Now to Couch. Couch will take a deep three. That one's no good. And it's rebounded by Slaughter, who takes it back the other direction. Slaughter looking for a lane, kicks it over to Evans. Evans thinks about a three, fakes it, now drives the lane, puts one up. No good, bounces off the rim, goes back up, and a foul is going to be called as he goes uh, and tries to put the ball back up on his own offensive rebound. Actually, no foul called. They say it'll go, well, yes, actually a foul called. And it'll go back to Santa Fe under their own basket. And Landon Evans now takes the three from the same spot. It bounces off the back of the rim. And this one goes out of bounds. We'll see who it goes off of. It goes off of Santa Fe and we'll go back to Hampshire. Santa Fe playing a little sloppy and Hampshire playing with a little, you know, a little bit more sense of urgency right here, a little bit more determination and grit. That they are. Sims puts up a shot in the lane. It rolls around and yeah, got the good bounce. 
Now Slaughter on the other end, a three ball, no good. It's too short, rebounded by Graves. He kicks it over to Hazlitt, now back out to Atkinson. Atkinson drives the left side of the lane, puts one up. It rolls in and out. He's about halfway down the rim and then comes right back out. Dirks Brown now brings it back the other direction. On the left-hand side, kicks it over to Hewlett. Hewlett over to Adavian Moore. Moore gets a screen from Couch. It doesn't work. Slaughter fights through it. And now he's looking for somewhere to go. Gets it off to Brown. Brown working on Agasson. He drives towards the middle of the lane. Gets tipped by Slaughter, but Hewlett comes up with it. Now Brown in the right-hand corner. He gives it over to Sims at the free throw line. Step back two, no good. Rebounded by Evans, going back the other direction. Evans, last second pass to Graves on the right side. He puts up a five-footer, and that one drops, putting the lead back up to 30, 43-13. And if we hit the 35-point mark, we'll be in a running clock. That we will. Davian Moore with a fake and then puts up another shot. That Bad one no shot, good. Landon Evans now with a no-look pass to Alden Slaughter, and it's slapped out of the Sims. hands of Slaughter by Sims. That was a good block right there. Showing out. Yeah. <laughs> he is in the second half. But listen, playing hard. That's got what five you points. That's what you want. And a block right there. We, Hampshire has a has – I'm recognizing names and faces. We have a really young team. Very young. Uh, this very year. Young. So very I think, you know, in a few years, you're going to see some good things here. And that's what and, and that's what Coach Tyree talked about. I mean, that was the exciting part about it. I mean, we are very, very young. It is frustrating to take these these lumps, uh, game in and game out. But just the thing you can be okay with is the fact that, hey, yeah, we're losing right now, but we're getting ready for what's coming down the pipe for the future with this young ball club we got uh, who will be – who will be very seasoned and veterans having had a lot of playing time from as freshmen on competing against these, uh, you know, kind of stacked varsity programs. Sims again. There we go. Seven points now for Sims in the second half. Another block. And a block from Sims on the other end. He's no, that's not a block. Oh, I mean, that's not a foul. foul. That was a clean block in my book, but clean block. definitely in mine. It'll go for two shots for Graves, who previously hit a wide open three. I think Moore on that play was trying to get uh, some words from the coach and left Graves wide open. So your score is 46 to 15 with 3:39 to go in the third quarter, and Graves at the line for two. First shot is too short, no good. Lead stays at 31. as Agkison and Slaughter check out of the ballgame. Now in is Caleb Hazlitt. Surely the brother of Andrew Hazlitt. And Caden Counts also into the ballgame for the Wildcats. Dirks Brown comes back up the floor after Graves hits one of two shots from the line. 32-point lead for the Wildcats. Kicks it over to Sims. Sims, another shot. That one is no good this time. Rebounded by Caleb Hazlitt. Hazlitt down the floor to Counts. Counts, jump stop, tries to put up a shot, and a jump ball is going to be called. That's very interesting. I, I thought we walked maybe a little there. I did too. But either way. I can't see real well. My, my view is a little blocked. Either way, Hampshire comes up with the possession. Brown kicks over to Sims. Sims to Moore in the right corner. Now Moore back out to Brown. Now Brown back to Moore. 
Sims now with the ball. Now Brown with the ball. Goes behind his back, now kicks back off to Sims, who puts up a long two. That one's no good. And it's going to be saved by, actually not saved by Sims. I thought it was for a second. Oh, I did too. But it's going to go back to Santa Fe. And Garrison Mills now will check back into the ball game for Landon Evans. Evans, the only senior on this Santa Fe roster, checks back out. As now Andrew Hazlitt will work the ball up the floor for Santa Fe. Caden counts, looking for somewhere to go with it. Gives it off to Graves, now to Hazlitt in the corner. Graves, 2.35 to go third quarter. Kicks it off Hazlitt. Hazlitt back to Hazlitt. Go to counts. Counts for three. That one hits. Lead hits 35 points, 50 to 15 here with 2.20 to go in the third quarter. Dirks Brown kicks off to Sims on the right-hand side. Sims drives middle of the lane, kicks off to Eli Stevens. Eli Stevens for two, too short. Rebounded by Dirks Brown. Offensive rebound kicks over to Sims. Sims working on Graves, drives the lane, puts up a two. That one's blocked, but it's rebounded by Couch. Couch will kick back out to Stevens. He fakes the three, drives in, puts up a shot. That one's no good, but it gets fouled. We'll see who this foul goes on. It's going to go against Austin Hazlitt. Stevens at the line for two. First one hits. 50 to 16. Minute 54 to go third quarter. Second free throw from Stevens is good. Mills inbounds to Graves, who brings it back up the floor. 50 to 17, 23 point lead for the Wildcats. Caleb Hazlitt tries to get it over to Austin Hazlitt, gives it to Caden Counts. Now Hazlitt over to Graves. He pulls up from 10 feet. That one's no good, and it's going to be rebounded by Stevens, who brings it back up the floor. A minute 30 to go, third quarter. This one's intercepted. The pass from Stevens going back the other direction. Now it's going to be. It's going to roll around and go back to. It'll stay with Hampshire, actually. I'm surprised that. Oh, we can't wait. We got to wait to the fourth quarter. I was like, why is the clock stop? But it's in, it's in so the fourth quarter. Tell me, is, what about that rule? If it, so if it ever gets to 35, even if they shrink that lead again, is it a running clock in the fourth quarter? Yep, running the clock in the fourth quarter. Okay, now that's a new rule on me. It is a new rule, yeah. Okay. Dirks Brown for three hits. And, it, and it's kind of and it's kind of weird because it's like, you know, to hit to hit a you know to hit that mark so soon, you know, I'm not saying the team's gonna come back and win, but it seems a little premature. Leads now down to 30 points, yeah. 50 to 20. I'm a, little, I'm a little lost on that. Let's just play the game. Yeah, but in the fourth quarter, you know. Dirks Brown, another three. That one hits. Dirks Brown. You see what can happen. Two back-to-back threes from Dirks Brown. And Hampshire fighting. That's exactly what you want. Hey, not giving up. Lead back down to 27 points, 50 to 23. Under 30 seconds to go now. Third quarter as Garrison Mills puts up a shot. That one's no good. Rebound Hazlitt. He puts one up and is fouled on his putback attempt. He'll go to the line for two. That's definitely one thing we can say tonight is Hampshire has, has, has continued to fight 
you know, when it when it's it's looking really bad, you know, 23 to 50, but these guys are still giving it all they have. Absolutely. And, and regardless, regardless what the score has been, and I, I mean, that's it. I mean, I, I think you got to look to the coaches for that, you know, really instilling that in their players. Hazlitt hits both of his free throws. And it's hard. It's hard to get out there. I've been there. It's hard to get out there and, and be down like this and, and just be, you know, wore out and trying to, to keep on. Sims for a deep two. That one's no good. Rebounded by Crouch. Gives it off to Hewlett working on Caden Counts. Back out to Turks Brown. Brown driving, gives it off to Eli Stevens. Stevens gives it back up to Brown in the corner. Brown with another three-point attempt. That one's no good. Rebounded by Santa Fe. They've got some subs in at this point. And he did not, Caden Counts did not see the clock as it expired here in the third quarter. And at the end of three, it's the Santa Fe Wildcats 52 and the Hampshire Hawks 23. We'll rejoin you in just one moment for fourth quarter action. Stick with us. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group. Your health is our primary care. Welcome back in to Hampshire Unit School, where the start of the fourth quarter is about to be underway. 52-23 to 23 is your score. It's the Santa Fe Wildcats on top of the Hampshire Hawks in their home gym here tonight for the Murray County Game of the Week. And I don't know how many listening listeners we have on the audience, but we do know we got one. Mr. JB, Mr. Jonathan Berry is listening live on the radio. One of MTSU's finest, one of Murray County Public Schools' finest. Listening on the radio. Uh, shout out to you, JB. Appreciate you listening in. You got to give the unofficial mayor of Hampshire a hard time. That's her new title. So when you see her at work, you gotta, we don't even can't even call her by her name. She she's uh, Madam Mayor uh, of Hampshire. Uh, she's got a lot of work to do down here. So it was a vote of one. So we went ahead and put her in. Well, I appreciate that. And, 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 and JB, the score is uh, 23-52, and, and that's, I hate to say, that's in the Wildcats' favor. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, we'll get them next time. Now. Next time. We're looking forward to next time. Absolutely. 7.25 to go fourth quarter action here at Hampshire Unit School. Dalen Sims for three. That one rolls out no good. And it's rebounded by Joseph Bora. He passes it off, trying to get it to Caden Counts in the front court, and it's tapped out of bounds by Dirks Brown. And we'll stay with the Wildcats. Caleb Hazlitt to inbound for the Wildcats. Gets it out to Caden Counts. He goes cross court to Bora. Bora drives, loses the ball, and it's going to be stripped by 
Dirks Brown. He's trying to find somewhere to go, and he gets stripped himself. Now going back the other direction. Santa Fe, I give it off to Garrison Mills. He puts up a two-point shot. That one's no good. It's rebounded by Couch for Hampshire. Going back the other direction is Stevens. 6.45 to go fourth quarter with a running clock. Dirks Brown puts up a two-point shot. That one hits rim, bounces out, no good. It's rebounded by Garrison Mills. Hazlitt now will bring it up to the front court. And the coach said a lot about Dirks Brown. You know, he had him on the radio with him. And I said, you know, coach, tell me something about him. And he said, you know, he's a kid that's going to work hard the entire game, no matter what the score is, no matter what's going on. And, I mean, that was that was very impressive to hear. And, I mean, obviously we sat here and watched this entire game, and Dirks Brown hasn't let up. I don't even know if Dirks Brown has been out of the game. I don't think he has. I, I don't either. So, I mean, he's got, a, he's got a motor on him, and he just goes, and he just plays hard. I mean, doesn't care what the score is, he's going to give you everything you got. And uh, the, the coach is spot on with that uh, assessment of his players. So. Walk caught on Andrew Lewis there, who's checked into the ball game for the Wildcats. But, yeah, Durst Brown, he's hit a couple of three-pointers, maybe more than that, and has not been in foul trouble all night. He's been in the game really the entire time. I don't think he, I don't, really don't think he has been out. Hewlett now with the ball on the right side. Gives it off to Couch. Now back to Durst Brown on the left side. Being worked on by Hazlitt. Gives it back up to Sims at the top of the key. Now back to Stevens. Stevens drives the lane, puts up a two-point shot. That one hits air. They back it out to Sims on the offensive rebound. Three-point shot, no good. And it's going to be saved by Dirks Brown as he goes out of bounds, but it's going to be intercepted by Hazlitt, and his hot pass to Caden Counts goes off the hands of Counts and goes out of bounds. And now the entire bench will sub out for Hampshire. Valiant effort from them tonight. It is definitely to be applauded. Definitely. And, and Brown, talking about Brown, I'm just going to give a little shout out here to his mom. She is. Uh, she was a former Lady Hawk, and I can uh, believe she was class of 1995. Look at you pulling from the archive and pulling it so accurately. You know, the mayor has to know these things. Got to know those things. Like, Part of the job. Brennan the Yearby. job description. Brennan Yearby hits a three for the Hawks, and then on the other end, Garrison Mills puts up a short layup, and that one drops in and good. Under five to go, fourth quarter. 54 to 26, your score. 28 point lead for the Wildcats. Kratzer with the ball, gives it off to Hewlett. A lot of young guys now in the ball game, getting some valuable playing time in. Because I think he told, I think the coach told me he had three freshmen starting on his team, and then of course, uh, Dirks Brown is a sophomore, so that's four. And then I guess maybe the one senior Cole was Cole started. I believe so. Yeah. So they, these are definitely some some young faces here. Very young. This one's going back the other direction. Caden Counts drives the lane, puts up a shot from the left side, and that one's good. Brings the lead back up to 30, and a timeout's going to be taken by Coach Slaughter with under four minutes to play, 56-26 to your score. Wildcats on top of the Hawks. We'll take a quick timeout and rejoin you right after this. 
In Murray County, for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Welcome back into the Hampshire Unit School where the Wildcats from Santa Fe have a 30-point lead over the Hampshire Hawks with about 3.45 to go here in the fourth quarter. Justin Beard just picked up his first foul of the night. All new players into the ball game now for both teams. Kratzer with the ball working on Beard gets a screen, gives it off to Yearby who now gives it off to Hewlett. Hewlett. Now with the ball is Noah Sparkman. Sparkman gives it back off to Kratzer. Kratzer going to step back, fake a three, and now give it back to Sparkman. And Hewlett will reset the offense. Kratzer with a three. That one no good. Rebounded by Santa Fe. Uh, it's number... Don't have a 24 on the roster. Garrison Mills gets fouled. We'll see on who. No, I think I think he called a walk. Was it a walk? Yep. Getting close to three minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Hewlett gives it over to Yearby. Yearby fakes a pass, gives it off to Kratzer. Being worked on by Beard. <gasps> Loses his footing. Kind of stubbed his toe right there a little bit. Figured it might be a foul call or something like that. Sean Kratzer loses the ball there, and they'll keep it. He'll inbound for the Hawks here. Inbounds it to Hewlett. Hewlett back to Kratzer, who loses it out of bounds, and it'll go back to Santa Fe. You almost kind of want Drake Colley here and just be like, Drake, how do you call games like this and not kind of tire out, get a little lazy, get sleepy, you know, as an official and stay really in tune and – you know, just stay on top of it. You can ask me that as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm navigating it myself. Navigating it the best way that you can as the game kind of slips away. People starting to put jackets on around around the crowd. Yeah, the crowd's getting ready to get out of the big metropolitan city of Hampshire. We'll probably have a traffic jam here <laughs> about, Real soon. about five minutes. Real soon. Ball goes out of bounds. It'll stay with Santa Fe. Traffic jam and no cell phone service. Have no idea who's inbounding the ball because he's not on my roster. Uh-oh, an illegal player. Yes. Beard gives it off to another player, drives to the middle of the lane, kicks it off. Shot no good from the right-hand side. It's rebounded by Hampshire. I think maybe the, the referees might be getting a little tired. Getting a little tired. <laughs> Get a little tired. Hoping that it wraps up. 
under two minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Still a 30-point lead for Santa Fe. Hewlett with a three from the right side. Woo! That one hit. Big shot. Let's go. Hey, guys. Oh, he's ready. He's, he's intense right now. He said, let's go. I drive to the basket. No I like good. the energy right there. That's right. You get you a good shot like that, and you're ready. You're ready. Brock Brady loses the ball out of bounds for Santa Fe, and it'll go back the other way. Now I like it. I like it. Is Mason Odom for Santa Fe? Maybe we should have started with the with Maybe these, started two, with these two groups. Yeah, my my guess is if the ball touches his hands again, he's firing another one up. You think? I can't. <laughs> I guarantee you, there it is. Year B for three. Uh-huh. That one, no good. And it goes back to Santa Fe. Don't let him have have made it. Don't let him have made it. He'd have made it. You'd have, hey, (laughs) shut the gym down. Cut the lights out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go home. (laughs) Under a minute and a half to go. Beard working on Yearby. Kicks it over to Odom. Odom pass in the corner. Now back to the unknown player. He puts up a shot on the right side. That one's (laughs) no good. The unknown player. The ringer. The ringer. Put up 30. We don't know oh, again. Kratzer with a three ball. That one's no good. Oh, that may, I may, that may nah, be. Different no, player, okay, different player, right. different player. All right. That was 25. 11 put it up the last time. I'm getting excited for him. I want him to get another one. Now uh, exactly one minute to go here in the fourth quarter. 27-point lead for Santa Fe. A lot of Ole defense going on by Hampshire <laughs> right now. Three ball from the corner. That one's no good for Santa Fe. Rebounded by Kratzer going back the other direction. Oh, over and back. They let him get get, It wasn't close. It was actually over and back. They let him get away with that. That was a little little sympathy right there by the official. 30 seconds to go, and this is just all out not good anymore. Well, now I think that was about the best 10 seconds of the game. Of the game. Of the game. It was definitely entertaining. It was definitely entertaining. 35 seconds to go. 29-56, Santa Fe on top. Hewlett finding somewhere to go. Gets it off to Kratzer. Hey, somebody wants the hot hand to pull the trigger right here. Somebody <laughs> wants to throw it up. Yearby's got it. Who's already got a three. Now to Hewlett. So, Kratzer for a three. Uh-huh. No. Wrong rim. Wrong Absolutely rim. not. That was the wrong rim. Euro step say, at the free throw line. No good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nine oh. seconds to go. Shot from someone. Ah. No good. Shot from someone again. Ah. No good. And he gives it back. Ah. Oh my goodness. And that's your ball game. You can only have five chances. He my had five chances goodness. at it. Goodness gracious. gracious. Well, that was an exciting ending. Regardless of the score, that was an exciting ending. And, I, Chris, I just want to thank you for inviting me tonight. I have enjoyed this. Told enjoyed you. the company. Both of you, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Melinda, I told you it would be fun. <laughs> I'm glad you said yes. We could have not done the show without you. Big Lou, awesome job as always. Thank you to our sponsors, you, Murray County Public Schools, uh, Chrysler Dodge and Jeep, and uh, Murray County Public Schools. And uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you. Once again, your final from Hampshire Unit School is the Santa Fe Wildcats get the win by a score of 56-29 to 29 over the Hampshire Hawks here at Hampshire Unit School. Thank you all for listening to the Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. For Melinda Gettner and Chris Pointer, I'm Lewis Maddox. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.